Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Audio Roast Podcast. How is it going, everybody? I hope you guys are doing well. I don't know why I'm so off-center, but, uh, you know, it's not like we got a big show or anything planned. Uh, let's see if I can fix this. There we go. Here I am. So, uh, yeah, um, hopefully everybody's had a good week. It has been um, all kinds of insane um, as far as busyness on my end, and I am so excited to get to... Uh, what all we've got to get to there's a lot um let me let me contact my lighting department real quick i'll be right back with they're not working hard for the money this week just saying so um yeah you know how we're gonna do it we're gonna jump right into things get stuff started um i say that every week but this week we have got so much stuff to get to it is insane um so yeah i think that um i think we all just jump into things um so let's do it um, up first, we've got, uh, of course, right now, currently live streaming on Facebook and YouTube. Um, and as you know, like anytime we do these talking shop episodes, I also live stream from my own personal Facebook, which is kind of a, a no-no. Um, but uh, I do it to try and get as much traffic as possible because we've got a lot that needs to be heard by as many people as uh, that we can get a hold of. So, uh, so yeah, so please be sure to share um, to your page. You guys are amazing about that. Like every week I try to, to go and react to your guys' shares because it means a lot and it helps the channel and the show grow. <clears throat> so um, please do that. And then also you can check us out on our social medias at uh, The Audio Rose Podcast um, on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find our audio-only episodes on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And uh, send any emails you've got to the Podcast at gmail.com. We finally had an email. Um, unfortunately, it was uh, it had some sad news in it about uh, uh, Charity Baker um, details on kind of what happened. So um, wasn't the email I was hoping for, but hey, I said send me anything. So um, so be it. Um, what else we got? We've got uh, the old Patreon channel up and running. Um, the Audio Roast podcast over there at Patreon. Um, I encourage you to become a member if that's something that you're into. Um, it helps us uh, to try to do my part in keeping the show on the air. But keep in mind the ultimate goal of the show is to try to help everybody in the local music scene here in Springfield and the surrounding area. So um, anything that you can do to help helps us a lot and it is very appreciated. So, um, uh, and if, you know, if a monthly membership isn't really your stick, um, you can check it out, uh, cash app, uh, dollar sign, the audio roast podcast or paypal.me slash the audio roast podcast. Um, every little bit helps. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we'll get ready to go into, uh, today in music history. Um, let's see here. First, I want to jump over to the comments before, uh, I get carried away with myself. Uh, what's up, Ryan? How's it going, man? Good to see you here on the show. Uh, Brenda's here with us. Dave Kleins, how's it going, man? Rock on with you. Um, nice shirt. America. <laughs> That's right, Tyler. Uh, you might need to borrow it for uh, a future gig. Who knows? Uh, Dave Gates, how's it going, man? He says, let's get it. All right. Today in music history. I Here you go, Josh. It's for you. I've got notes and notes and notes. Um, today being September 27th. Uh, this day in music history, um, in 1912, this is the oldest um, piece of business that we've ever had in uh, today in music history. 1912, W.C. Handy publishes Memphis Blues, which is considered to be the first blues song of modern music. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a um, milestone, to say the least. Um, and then in 1954... Uh, the Tonight Show first premieres on NBC and was hosted by Steve Allen. 
Now, some of you are probably saying, okay, well, Jared, that's kind of a stretch, right? Like, how's that music history? Um, the format stayed the same all the way up until today as far as having musical guests and stuff on. So uh, he had, uh, like, Sammy Davis Jr. He had so many artists of that um, era. But, uh, yeah, 1954 is where talk show, uh, late-night talk shows uh, started. So, yeah. Uh, then fast forward all the way from 1954 to 2013, Lord releases her debut album, Pure Heroin. And uh, of course, that was uh, the one that had um, Royals on it. So great album. Um, moving on to birthdays. Um, 1943, Randy Bachman, a Canadian guitarist um, and songwriter, was born in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, of course, he was famous for uh, taking care of business and uh, the Guess Who's American Woman. I see that my uh, my graphics department is slipping, so uh, I'm going to do this real quick and uh, get that out of the way so you can see what's up, hopefully. Um, gotta love it. Like, it's, it's always something, right? <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, here's what we'll do. I don't need no thinking graphics. They're overrated. Hey, where'd I go? There I am. Um, okay, so yeah, Randy Bachman um, from Bachman Over Turner Overdrive, and as well as uh, the Guess Who. Um, so he wrote uh, American Woman, Taking Care of Business, you know, major hits. Um, in 1947, celebrating a birthday today, um, Marvin Lee Addy. If you know who that is, you'll know that it's Meatloaf, celebrating a birthday today from uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, 1978, Brad Arnold, uh, lead singer of Three Doors Down, was born in uh, Mississippi this day in 1978. Um, everybody knows and loves Lil Wayne. Uh, he celebrates a birthday today, born in 1982 uh, from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, he gave us uh, such sweet, sweet tunes as Lick It Like a Lollipop. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 1984, Avril Lavigne, Canadian singer and songwriter from Belleville, Ontario. Um, Skater Boy and Complicated were big hits of hers, uh, celebrating a birthday today. Uh, deaths, uh, Jimmy McCullough uh, died in 1979. He was the lead guitar and bass player in Wings, um, the uh, Paul McCartney project. So, um, yeah. Um, 1986, by the way, uh, Jimmy uh, passed away from uh, heart failure due to morphine and alcohol poisoning. And apparently um, all of his friends and family said that he had never, he was never known for doing drugs or anything crazy. So, uh, so that was out of left field. 1986, everybody's been talking about it on Facebook today. The world lost Cliff Burton, original bass player for Metallica, um, passed away due to a um, bus accident that he had at the age of 24. Um, that was a crazy accident too, and we might even do a, an episode um, about Metallica someday and include a lot of the, uh, the the stuff that happened and the events surrounding that. Um, and then in 2018, uh, Marty Ballin, a singer for uh, Jefferson Airplane slash uh, Jefferson Starship, uh, passed away at the age of 76. Of course, you know their hits White Rabbit and um, uh, Somebody to Love. Um, yeah, and that is uh, today in music history. Let's see if I can uh, fast forward through some of these. Um, well, I'm just going to do it this way, the old-fashioned way. Seven songs in seven days. All right. Don't need that one anymore. Um, so you guys have uh, really been 
doing a lot of uh, great suggestions here lately. And I will admit that this week, um, whenever I was listening to, or last, well, I guess, yeah, this week, um, when I was listening to your seven songs that you gave me to, uh, to uh, rank, this has been the most all over the map um, set of seven songs that you guys have given me in like the three or four weeks that we've been doing this. So, um, wow. <laughs> uh, you guys are an eclectic bunch and I love it. Um, so I'm going to go and uh, start at number seven. Um, at number seven, uh, we've got um, given to us by Elkie Caswell Bradford was Working Real Hard by Hamilton Loomis. Um, I'd never heard this song. Um, and you know me, I'm going to be totally honest and blunt. Um, I uh, can see why it makes you want to move. It's got like a, a steady drum beat to it. You know, that snare is very forward in the mix. Um, but those lyrics are atrocious. Um, I mean, the, when you start out a song talking about you just got new guitar strings on your get on your guitar, and uh, the next line is something about like a new box of cigars, I'm like, no, I'm out. I'm out. Sorry. If you dig it, good on you. Um, at number six, we've got uh, from Josh Poole, uh, The Burning Down by King's X. <gasps> he did not just put King's X all that low on the list. I sure did. Um, it reminds me a lot, this particular song anyway, of uh, Blue on Black by Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Um, now, here is the actual reason why um, this ranked so low. This song is five minutes and 35 seconds long. Um, it's only got a minute and 55 seconds of lyrics. The remaining part of the song is just like the most boring um like strummed chord music section. I nearly fell asleep. It was a bad deal. Um, so uh, thankfully I, I snapped out of it and was able to figure out what's in number five. Um, given to us by Amy Oberbeck, our guest from last week, Northern Sky by Nick Drake. Um, this one also, to be honest, was uh, a bit slow. It was really chill. Um, and uh, it kind of reminded me of John Mayer, like that kind of vibe. Um, and, you know, I, I could see like that being like, a great song to add to a playlist if you know you just want to chill with a glass of wine and take a bubble bath or whatever you do to relax like that's your tune put that in your playlist it's a good song uh number four um we've got uh from al hutch's the joker um a version of the joker by black train um i'm gonna be honest i'm not a big fan of the original um i'm just tired of hearing it um and i appreciate that this was more upbeat um so that helped but uh at the end of this at the end of the day it's still the joker so you know, so be it. Uh, number three, Brian Betancourt suggested uh, This Town by the Go-Go's. Never even heard of this song. Um, the Go-Go's, of course, are amazing. Um, there was nothing that really necessarily jumped out at me as, about this song, um, except for just those those classic harmonies of the Go-Go's. Um, you don't often, um, I don't often associate harmonies with a band like the Go-Go's, um, but it was definitely uh, very prevalent in that, in that uh, song. Uh, moving on to number two, uh, I don't remember who suggested this, and I should have went through the comments, but uh, you guys commented so much, as always, um, so it kind of got buried. So forgive me, I'm not sure who uh, suggested this one, but um, 13 Angels from Corrosion of Conformity. Um, this song would have not been on my radar at all. Um, I did think it was a solid song, though. Um, I, to be honest, would rather listen to this than most of what's on the current top 40. So I'm not sure... You know, I, uh, when it comes to these seven songs, I try to draw a line and not do a lot of research um, and just be as naive about some of these as possible if they're songs that I've never heard. Um, so I don't know what year that came out, but um, it, it was it was cool. It was good. Um, okay, and finally, in our number one position, um, also a guest from last week, Mr. Bobby Hoskins, um, suggested Paralyzed by Love and Death. 
I had never heard this band um, and didn't even realize until I started watching the video that this is um, Brian Welch's uh, head from Korn. Um, this is his solo project. And, um, you know, I've got to be honest, like, it was very true to form without even having to do any research. Even if I hadn't seen the video and just heard the song, I would have recognized this has got to be somebody that was in the band Korn. It's very of the same ilk. Um, so good on him for staying true to form. And, um, you know, everybody tosses around that word sellout. Well, you can't you can't tell me that he is a sellout because um, it, it's very in the exact same vein as Korn. So if you're a big Korn fan and you haven't listened to the band Love and Death, check it out. It's good stuff. So, um, that being said, we are going to, um, oh, Suicide Awareness, uh, or Suicide Prevention Month, excuse me, is this month. If you, uh, if you're having a hard time, if you need somebody to talk to, if you feel like there's nobody out there that wants to listen, uh, please do call, uh, the, uh, suicide hotline number is there on the screen, 1-800-273-8255, that's 1-800-273-TALK. Um, and if you don't feel like talking to a stranger, I've said it um, every every episode this month. Um, if you feel like you've got nobody that wants to listen, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to a stranger, please reach out to me. Um, everything will be in total confidence. It's it's um, sometimes you just need to be heard, and uh, I'm here to listen. So um, let's jump over to the uh, comment section. But um, while I'm jumping over there, be sure and um, give me seven uh, suggestions for this week. Uh, let me see if I can throw up the, there we go. Use the hashtag seven to submit a song for the seven songs in seven days. That way it doesn't get buried in the comments and I can actually go back and find it. Um, so yeah, let's see here. What's, uh, what's happening on your guys' end? Um, Dave Gates says, watching with YouTube on my TV, so I'll try to chime in here when I can. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's exactly the reason why I do both YouTube and, and Facebook because, uh, sometimes it is easier to uh, to th actually watch it on the TV, and um, if you can't comment, you can of course comment on Facebook. But you have the ability to comment on YouTube if you want, and we we'll, we can see it. So, um, howdy, partner says Chris. How's it going, man? Uh, welcome back to Facebook. <laughs> uh, nice seven songs and seven days lead in. Yeah, right. Uh, Scott Henry here with us. You mentioned current top forty. Is there such a thing? Um, according to the kids, yes. According to us old farts, no. <laughs> Uh, I should say, I, we don't know how they became top 40 of anything. So, uh, so yeah. All right, so I'm looking for seven songs with the hashtag seven. Send them on through. Um, and, uh, yeah, tell me what's new. Tell me what's going on. And we're going to continue on with the show. We've got big stuff happening. Um, I've teased a lot, and I am not one for clickbait. So, um, yeah, we're going to see what's up here. Maybe. Come on. There we go. Uh, last week, of course, we welcomed uh, Amy Oberbeck and Bobby Hoskins onto our grunge from the year 1984 episode. What a fun episode that was, too, man. Um, really, really great guests, a lot of great chemistry, and um, you guys seem to have had a lot of fun with it. So, um, and, and I had fun with you guys giving me a hard time about what was or what wasn't grunge and all that. Um, let's be honest, it was, it was a secretly a rock from the year 1994 episode. But guess what? That's what was popular in rock, so... Um, so anyway, it was a good time. Uh, if you missed it, check it out. It's uh, here in the archives. Um, next week, what have we got? We've got our first ever uh, take on disco and funk from the year 1977 is what we're hitting. Uh, we've got uh, Timothy Broadbent and Jason West are going to be in the uh, studio as guests. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think we're going to have a disco ball. We're going to do it up big. 
Um, you know, kind of like we always do. Um, the week after that, and the reason I'm I'm putting this out there is because that was this show is what was supposed to be happening today. Local life photography appreciation episode um, will be October 11th, but because of um, obviously you guys saw the uh, the flyer and whatnot. Not only do I have a major announcement, but uh, I really wanted to have a chance to talk about all this Facebook, what's happening. Um, you know, everybody's worried and talking about, um, are we going to be able to have music on Facebook? What's happening with your show, Jared? Um, all these things. We're going to address all of that. You're going to have all the answers. Um, and hopefully as, as honest and truthful as can be, um, you know, I mean, it's the internet. So <laughs> there's that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's what we're up to today. We're doing a little talking shop. Uh, we're doing a little talking shop. So, um, we are going to do some, um, well, well, we'll get into uh, the big announcement. How about that? When we come back, I'm going to take a quick break and uh, yeah, let's do it. Check out the Unsung Dreamers, the musical journeys of the not-so-rich-and-famous. Host Dan and Tara Fritz um, have a live chat that they have currently rebranded. The Unsung Screamers! They go live on Facebook every Thursday at 7 o'clock. Um, and they talk about all kinds of craziness. Um, most of it is um, total BS and, and good times. And uh, that's what makes it fun. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Check it out. It's something completely different, but in the same vein of supporting live local artists and uh, the music scene. So check it out. Dan and Tara Fritz, the unsung dreamers and the unsung screamers of the musical journeys of the not-so-rich-and-famous. All right. Let's see here. Let's move right along. And... Um, yeah, I want to get to our big announcement. Oh, yeah, it's that time. So you guys have been pestering me uh, lovingly, of course, about what could it possibly be? What is going to be this big announcement? Um, you've hyped it up so much. I keep hitting the wrong button. You'd think I'd know by now. Um, you've hyped it up so much. You don't lead us astray. We're all dying to know. Um, so yeah, um, I'm just here to tell you. Um, let's see here. I'm going to, um, go ahead and tell you. It is this simple. Scott Henry, uh, yep, gotcha. Uh, Tom says, uh, I'm here just talk stalking Scott Henry. Well, that's a full-time job. <laughs> Scott's got a lot of time on his hands right now. So, uh, damn it, Tom. Um, Chris says, uh, "Keeper of the Seven Keys" by Halloween. Um, great. I love that. I love that uh, we've got some Halloween action going on. That's a band that I know of, but never really spent a lot of time with. So, um, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I'll I'll jot that one down here. All right. Um, Daryl Isaacs, how's it going, Dad? Um, says disco, my college uh, bar drum playing days. That's right, down at the Zodiac. You would know that if you checked out the um, episode uh, on Father's Day where we had my dad and uh, buddy his uh, Russ Fratty on. And uh, yeah, um, Tara Lynn, thanks, Jared. Absolutely, I'm here to support everybody, man. 
Um, Dave Kleins, man, I can't wait to hear you on 104.7 with Mike and Jay. Man. Hello, this is Jared Isaacs, uh, host of the Audio Rose podcast here on 104.7 The Cave. That is not the announcement. That is not true. That's fake news. But that would be cool, man. That would be cool. Uh, professional showbiz. Uh, Scott, you know a thing or two about that, huh? Uh, cue the Johnny Cash song. I agree. Uh, which one? <laughs> uh, what? Hammer? Big Hammer? Um, not sure. Uh, you're getting a new computer. God, I wish. That's you know. That's what I wish the announcement was. That's what needs to happen. You guys know that I fight with technology like crazy, but um, we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. All right. So let's try this again. Big announcement. Here we go. Seems to be working. Cool. Uh, I don't know what's going on. What is this? This is not what's. This is not what I had planned. What, is, what, what did I hit? What happened? I'm not sure what's even happening right now. What? Right now? Uh, oh. Okay. Um. I guess we'll go with it. This just this is not this is not the major announcement that I had planned. This is a major announcement. This is not the one I had planned. Um Oh. Oh. Really? Okay, well let's let's check it out. Let's see what's up. Um wow. Okay. We'll just go to it. First. First what? First ever? Come on, you're killing me. This anticipation. First ever sponsor? What? Oh my gosh. Okay, let, let's, um, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm kind of flabbergasted. Um, I've never had a sponsor. This is really pretty cool. Um, let's check out who it is. Let's find out, shall we? So, yes, Springfield music. Holy cow. Um, I don't even know what to say to that. That is, like, insane. Um, so, I, 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 you know, I'm breaking the rules. Um, on these episodes of um, Talk and Shop, I don't have guests on. This is just you and me, right? Well, guess what? I'm breaking the rules. I'm breaking all the rules. Uh, maybe I did know it was going to be Springfield music, but we still have more to announce. That is not the only one, so stick around. Um, right here with me now, we've got um, Mitch from Springfield Music. Mitch Brashears, how is it going, sir? Let me see if I can get all these graphics going here. There we go. Stop it. Hey, there he is. <sighs> Man, got through the hardest part of the show. <laughs> the technical crap that always ends up happening. How's it going, man? man it's going good. Let's let's cover the big stuff first, though. Meatloaf's birthday. Holy smokes, I love me some Meatloaf, man. Do you? Are you a Meatloaf fan? Oh man, I've listened to that that first album, Bad Out of Hell, so many times. I just oh, so good. Secondly, 
Tara, Dan, awesome. Love their podcast. Very, 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 very good. And third, let's forget the whole Springfield music thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're that, but oh my goodness, it's good to be here with you. Just, Absolutely. Just lovely. Lovely, 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 lovely. Well, good, man. Thanks for joining yeah. us. i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, put both of us in here, and we're just going to, well, I'll fix myself, but yeah, we'll do the show like this. i tell you what I did in this 20 minutes as I was sitting here waiting. I was like, oh, you have a patreon i went and subscribed into you so me personally did you really i did i was like you oh, know man. what i just uh, i just became aware of what that really was and uh I subscribed into somebody else of a blog that i really really enjoy oh yeah and so i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna get right in here with you Jared. that's good so anyway for those of you out there listening support support the people that you like support the things that you like support the people that you like this is how we do it so that's awesome man thank you so much and i appreciate your support support coach. um Yes, it's it's about scratching each other's backs yep. and um, and just helping people out when they need it. So, Absolutely. so yeah, um, Mitch, we're gonna we're gonna jump right in on this. I've got a couple questions. Some of these now um, I've I've asked um, episodically, if you will, um, and and they're kind of go to um, questions for for our, myself and the fans. So um, let me uh, make sure I've got everybody up here on the comments. Okay, um, let's see here. <laughs> Um. See, I can't read the comments without my glass. Now I got. Oh, like, uh, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Uh, um. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, try. Oh, oh, do you see better closer up? No. No. I don't see anything good. I'm gonna say because we can spin this around over here for you too if you want to oh, see that. Oh. All right. Um. Kanita Silva says trying to get my phone to turn on so I can hear. Uh. Yes. And speaking of so I can hear, that just jogged my memory. This is totally off topic, but I want to say this. Kanita, I don't remember if it was you. Or somebody else, but recently somebody had asked if I am putting um, closed captioning on this show right now. I am not. So that is, if it's something that um, you don't like, that's actually in your settings on Facebook itself. Um, and a lot of times it'll auto-generate stuff if you don't have your audio on. So um, a lot of times all I got to do is unmute it and um, and the closed captioning goes away. If not, then go to your settings. Uh, but I wanted to, to let you guys know that I did do research to make sure it wasn't anything on my end that I didn't know of. Um, so yeah, uh, Chris Hankins says, uh, way cool. Congratulations, Brian. Nice. Congrats, says Tara. Um, awesome. Awesome. Um, freaking awesome. Congrats, Jared. And so stoked for, uh, so stoked that it's Springfield music. Same. Um, I've known Mitch for years and years and years yes. and any opportunity I get to be able to, uh, do anything with him or be associated with Springfield music at all has always been aces. Um, so so yeah, it's it's good stuff. <laughs> Scott Henry said that'll help the cost with hookers and cocaine. Um, it, it'll definitely cut down. Uh, our budget is uh, is shrinking in that department. So well, I do have a coupon for that. Both <laughs> hookers and cocaine. I have. <laughs> is it buy one get one half off? I won't talk about it on the air. But <laughs> right. Just talk to me, man. Right. <laughs> you know some things about some things. Uh, Tara says, "Love you, Mitch." Um, you got a lot of people shouting out. So uh, yeah, I'm not the only one that feels the love for Mitch and. Uh, He's been really good to myself as well as a lot of other great customers over the years over at Springfield Music. So, Thank you. Um, hey, Mitch, we have a Patreon too. Shameless, always. There you go. So, um, check out the Unsung Dreamers. Um, <laughs> All right, my break, Tara. I'll go ahead and. and there you go. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yep. yep, there you go. Um, money for nothing and your chicks for free, man. That's right. Uh, that's Scott Henry's motto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Mitch, I've got a couple questions written down All here right, for you. I'm ready. Um, now, some of these are going to be. Um, Kind of work related. Some of these are going to be just totally fun and topical. Okay. Um, but so let's let's talk business because right. this is this is a cool thing for me to be able to announce a partnership with Springfield Music. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, my opinion is that you are a 
fantastic example of both excellent customer service and salesmanship. I am. Yes. Um, Correct. I'm glad you agree. We're yes. off to a good start. Yes. Um, so my question is, why work at a music store and why not something else? You know, if, you, if you have those skills. You know, it's interesting. I, I, when I when I bring people in, I, I, I normally it's musicians that come in that want to be part of it, which you would expect. You know, you want to work at a music store because you're a musician. Um, but I explained to them, listen, this is not a clerking sort of thing. This is a professional salesperson job in so much that what you're doing is you're you're, you're, you're finding out what people really want. Now you may come in for a particular thing that you think you need, but asking the right questions and getting to the right place is getting to what the person really wants. So yeah. why, why do I really enjoy this job is because I always wanted to be the salesperson. I want to be the guy that if I were not me, I would go to me. If that makes sense. A hundred percent. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, I've had people call me at, you know, 10 30 hey man i broke a string on my bass and we're playing out at southbound and we're here you've done I, it for our I, old band sunset strip exactly yeah, yeah came down and like yep. helped out or done whatever yep. that's exactly what i want i want to have a guy that you can call and say everything's falling apart to a certain extent we need some help and i'm there to help you out that's yep. what i really want it's a uh it's really a uh, a servant mentality when you can get a servant mentality and serve other people right it doesn't really matter what the industry is that that's where you really start to have some goodness and joy and some gratification of your life yes yeah no that's true um and you know one of my um one of the highlight things for as an example to me like i said you did that several a handful of times for sunset strip you know whether it was a broken string right. or hey something with the speakers wrong uh, do you have something we could borrow um but there was a time that um you know uh richard brantner uh has been on the on the show before and might be on, watching right now but uh, he had moved away to Michigan, and so he came back for a weekend visit, and instead of having to lug his amp and his guitar and all that, I was like, hey, Mitch, do you have anything he can use for the show? And you're like, here you go. Here's everything you need. I mean, everything from chords to cables to um, picks and guitar and amp, like the whole nine yards. So um, the, the fact that you go above and beyond not only speaks volumes to you, but speaks volumes to um, how much you care about the job that you do and the place that you work. So I care, I care about the people who's out there like yes. I care about you and I care about all those people that's that's really where I'm coming from that that, that night you remember that night where you were singing so flat and I just had to never mind that was a different no that was, no, a, that was every night you're right no, yeah right. Was every... <laughs> a common occurrence Tara can tell you um Tara can tell. <laughs> all right so um you've recently um gotten a new position um yes. there at the at the store so um tell us about your journey and your growth with the company like when did you start what did you start as and where are you at now all right, I'm going to give you the quick rundown because it's a lot of years. Uh, starting college in the late 90s, uh, worked for a couple of years, graduated, and was typical uh, graduated 22-year-old male. Like, screw this, man. I'm not cutting down boxes and working the front counter. I got a degree. Anyway, so then I left, and then I came back and did sales. And then I left again, went overseas for a couple of years, and then came back in 2005. And so I've been there since 2005. Uh, and just doing sales, and then moved into, like, the sales manager, then moved into the store manager. And uh, as of about six or eight weeks, maybe, mm -hmm. I've been doing uh, overall sales and marketing for all of our stores. We have a store so, here. We have Ernie Williamson Music in Joplin. We have Ernie Williamson Music in uh, Kansas City, in Shawnee specifically, so it's actually in Kansas. Right. And then Fazio's Music in St. Louis. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So working with the same company, but branching out Absolutely. amongst all locations. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's really cool, man. Um, I'm honestly glad to get that for everybody that you are in contact with, rather, uh, to get the Mitch experience, um, that we're not so selfish that we need it just right here in Springfield. But the fact that you're able to kind of scatter that around to all locations. Oh, I'm blocking all your numbers, just so you know. I'm, I, you I, all yeah. your numbers are blocked. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
legit like he didn't even have my number <laughs> <laughs> we had to carry a pigeon it was the craziest thing crazy oh man pigeons though very cute yeah um speaking of crazy um tell me if i'm right or wrong on this um something okay next, next. um <laughs> so something that struck me from literally the first time i stepped foot in um springfield well i guess technically the second time i stepped foot in springfield music and this is like early 2000s uh way early 2000s your ability to memorize people's names and faces how, where does this come from how really all right so <clears throat> like i was massively impressed all right so seriously bad with names and i and uh i i always felt like i was just, just couldn't remember names and so i lived overseas for a couple of years and i lived in a muslim country and so there were mohammeds and and uh you know uh, miriams and like a lot of people had similar, similar. names and so uh i thought you know what if Everybody can remember everybody's name. This is stupid for me not to be able to remember. So when I came back over from overseas in 2005, I said, here's what I'm going to do. And, and, and for those of you that can't remember names, here's the trick. What's happening is... I'm writing it down. You are, you are not listening to the name when it is told. So when somebody you introduce somebody like, oh, yeah, 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 John, blah, 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 and then it just goes by you. Yep. So the key for me was to say, uh, this person's name is John. All right, that's John, that's John. And as I'm talking to them, in my back of my mind, I say, that's John, that's John. And then I will look away and visualize their face and say, that's John, that's John. And then I will address them again. So it's wow. definitely a few stages. Yeah, that's it. several but steps. It's, it's very specific of like, that's it, that's a person, mm -hmm. that's a person, that's a person. Look away, visualize, that's a person, that's a person, that's a person. Yep. And yeah, I'm good with names now, which is helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It really is. Um, I've, I've been awful over the years about memorizing people's names and stuff but what i've done personally to try and do it is like when you're hi i'm jared and you say hi mitch or or you just introduce yourself and say hi mitch i don't immediately respond with hi i'm jared i say hi mitch nice to meet you yeah. i'm jared like that way i'm verbally but you're going to step above and beyond and obviously the results are working for you way better than me well like i say jason you gotta you have to like really <laughs> you really <laughs> Woo! You just put it coming in, in hot. If you're, if you're coming in there, like you, it, you just most people just are not thinking it. You just forget it. You're like meeting somebody new. But if you can consciously, just for a few seconds, focus on that name, it's yeah, it's it's very it's a lot very of it. Helpful. Like you said, is listening and paying attention. Absolutely, you know, not having an agenda, and you're just it, it goes back to your mentality. You're you're here for the people. Absolutely, so. Joseph. That's right. Um, um. So everybody, vote for for Ditch. Um, <laughs> when he starts running for local office. Is that the one you oh. went with? Of all the names that can rhyme with Mitch, you went with Ditch. I know. I should have went with Clutch. He doesn't uh, even remember his own name. You had to put it on a shirt. <laughs> Hi, my name is. Hi, my, my name, name is. Chicka, chicka, Clutch, Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's see here. Um, so something else that I want to address, kind of the elephant in the room, and I want to keep this kind of fun, and, and we'll have fun. We're going to play. We're, we're going totally off script here um, for those of that have watched some of the uh, talk and shop episodes where I know normally play games and stuff is just a lot of talking. Um, I, I went ahead and we're going to do a couple games with Mitch while he's sticking around. So we're going to have some fun, but right. we're still, we're still hitting the hard hitting questions here. Um, I want to know from your, from your perspective and your vantage point, um, why, and this seems like so obvious, but explain to people why um, local musicians should support um, Springfield music um, or any local business for that matter. Um, and how does it affect the store when that doesn't happen? Well, you know, here's the thing. I think of all of, any of you out there that are playing music, and even if you don't play music, you can understand that having something in your hands is a huge thing. So if you play an instrument, if, you, if you're a beginner, there's a wide swath of things. Uh, yeah, maybe you can order online, but 
then you're not supporting your local business. And that's that's a good thing. Taxes go into local business. I mean, that's a very clear thing. But once you even start to get to a level of even moderate competency, you just want to have things in your hand. One piece of wood is not the same as another piece of wood, you know? So if a neck feels one way, even if it's the same instrument of the same line, that neck's going to be cut a different way. That, that, that wood is going to be cut differently. So... Having local things, having things yes. in your hands tangible. make a big – actually, it's very tangible. And you can feel it, and you can see it, and you can hear it, and things sound differently. And so right. what's right for me is not what's right for you. So having that one-on-one -on -one experience with whatever instrument, you, whatever instrument you're looking for is a, is a, is a big thing. Yeah. And, I mean, as far as shopping locally, I think we all recognize there is absolutely a convenience for shopping online. I mean, no one's going to no say right. that there's not. But – being able to sit down, you know, you take something, um, something like a pedal. I, you play guitar, I've heard. Nope. Uh, no. Was it? Is it? Sorry, that was accordion? That, that was Jason. That was, was Jason. Uh, Jason. Yeah. Oh, Actually, and my dad chimed in and said, "That's my nephew, Jason man, Isaacs." Yes. I love that guy. He is so great. <laughs> I hope he shows up later. Right. Anyway, <laughs> Mitch for mayor. <laughs> yeah. So let's just take something simple like a, a, a piece of electronic equipment, a, mm -hmm. an overdrive pedal, yep. the most basic overdrive pedal you have. Uh, they're all the same. I mean, they are all the same. However, at a music store that's local, you can come in, you can plug it in with your rig, you can bring in everything, you can sit down, you can compare it to this overdrive, this overdrive, this overdrive. Is that really the one that you want? Right. Well, you get to hear it. And so I, I think that's that's the nicest thing of doing local music is that you actually get to see it in hand and get to hear it and then get to play it. That and like you said too, sometimes it is some for whatever reason it can be convenient just to order online. Sure. But the, the downside of that is having to rely on reviews um, from strangers, people you don't know, um, you're just supposed to trust, mm -hmm. um, versus being able to, like you said, actually go in and plug and play and check it out yourself. Right. Um, so, yeah, it makes a big difference. And I think if we get any one thing positive from the current pandemic crap that's going on, um, I think everybody realizes how important it is to support local businesses because um, we've we've lost several. Um, so people see that, you know, it's it's near paycheck to paycheck if you will um and and it's the same for businesses you know so uh, everybody has to support everybody which is the whole name of the game so yes um all right um we're gonna move on to uh some fun stuff mitch yes i hate fun oh, i'm gonna do this here we go this is the uh the question i if i had my sound effects going brrr, it'd be drum roll right, well, um what is your favorite flavor of pop tart Definitely strawberry. Strawberry. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah De strawberry definitely. Flavor. Yeah, definitely. Um, before or after Wapner? Uh, you mean People's Court Wapner? Yeah, you know, Rain Man. Definitely, definitely oh. Wapner. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, underwear. Yes, yes. Uh, sorry, that was that was Australian layered. <laughs> no, I'm counting cards right now. As a matter of fact, I'm like just uh, doing blackjack all right. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty. You can't of cards even see it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I threw a box of uh, toothpicks on the floor. I'm counting them. There's 714. In fact, just so you know. That's right. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Hot, hot water burn baby. <laughs> uh, I'm a good driver. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, a good, I'm a very good driver. I'm a very good, very good driver. I'm a very good driver. Um, oh man, what a great movie! Uh, so quotable. Um, all right, let's see if uh, I can get anything to work over here. If not, oh well, I'm gonna skip it. Um, oh, there it goes. It starts to light up. Okay. Um, what would you be, Mitch, if you followed your childhood dream? Yeah. <laughs> truck driver really yeah 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 i dig that well it's weird why but I, it, it, because I, of, well i've got uh, i'm I'll, I'll tell you what i'll i've got two 
right. tell you one of mine. You tell me yours, and I'll tell you my third. Okay. okay. So I wanted the the first thing I ever wanted to be like not not seriously, but I thought would be cool would be to be a bus driver because it was so cool to be able to open the door. You know, with the thing, yes. I was like, oh, that's like the power. Oh, and if you don't like that kid, you just don't open the door. You know, it's that simple. So. So surely yours can't be as dumb as that. Oh, it's much dumber. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, oh it's oh, much dumber. Oh, oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was big into the Black Stallion. You guys oh. remember the book, The Black Stallion? Yeah, oh, yeah. And they made a movie, of course. And so I love The Black Stallion. Where I like the the third Black Stallion movie or book, I want to say. Uh, Alex uh, lost his memory, and he ended up with this Black Stallion in the back of a, of a big semi, and they were traveling somewhere. And I just thought, man, I wanted to drive that semi so that I could – I could, yeah, it was much dumber than anything. It was well, that's, absolutely. Epic. I don't know. No. I think I think I'm about ready to take the cake. No. So the other the other thing that I wanted to be without like, I mean, really wanting to be it um, was a trash truck driver or a trashman. Uh, because how cool is it to be able to drive to ride on the back of a trash truck? You know, just hop off and jump back on. Every, like, yeah. Uh, but yes, my dad is correct. The thing that I actually wanted to be um, all through high school even Gigolo. was Gigolo. I wanted to be a wrestler. I was going to go really? and be a professional wrestler. Yes, that is correct. Not like um, wrestling, wrestling, but like. Party oh yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Nice. Um. Nice. So uh, yeah. Eastbound, down, loaded up and trucking. He's going to Springfield. Music for the day. Yeah. Mitch is your guy. He's got everything you need. Oh. I'm gonna use. It. I'm. I'm glad I'm recording this because I'm gonna use that in your jingle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Dave Gates. Anytime you want to take a ride in the big truck, let me know, Mitch. I'll. Let you pull uh, the air horns. Uh, there you go. So I get to ride in the cab, not in the back? That is awesome. Oh! oh, oh. Um, I, I, it would be cool to have, like, office chairs in the trailer, too, and just, you know, <laughs> slam against the walls and, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, oh, here we go. Brian Stokes is on the BS. Uh, comments uh, on here are not showing up on the Audio Rose Facebook page. Um, that's interesting. I'm not sure why that is, actually. Um, probably, actually... Probably because I'm doing both for my personal and my uh, and the audio roast. So I would imagine that if you comment on Jared um, Facebook page, the audio roast doesn't see that, and vice versa. So maybe it's something like that. Um, yeah, <laughs> Dad says Hulk. Um, uh, hey, Shelly, Leanne, Riley, how's it going? Um, yes, old coworker of mine from the, my days at the salon. Um, okay, so um, yeah, oh yeah, 16 years. Um, I drive a beer truck. You might not want to ride in the back. Or maybe we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Um, finally, uh, I've got one last serious question here for you, Mitch. Um, this is something that we talked about um, in the last episode of Talking Shop was um, kind of getting um, younger people inspired, the next generation, if you will, um, to pick up an instrument or to have something to do with music or, um, you know, that kind of thing. What do you think it takes to inspire um, the imagination of a child um, or, you know, a, a young adult, if you will, um, to pick up an instrument for the first time and want to learn something. So I think there's a couple ways to go about this. I think one is that music is such a human thing. Music is, I mean, it's just part of us. We all like music uh, and we all don't all like the same music. So there's, I'm not gatekeeping because I now apparently play in a country band. I'm like, I've never listened to country and here we go. But it's good music. Like all this music, everything you have, there are people that are going to be naturally drawn to want to create music. So I think there's that. I would also say the other thing is that school programs are so, so good for bringing up that next generation of musicians. My son, so my, so I've got, a, I've got a daughter and a son, and they're 14 and 12 respectively. 
Uh, and, you know, I was like, you know what, you're just going to be able to, once you get out of high school, once you go on your own way, you have a competency at an instrument. So, uh, my daughter started playing piano, my son started playing guitar, but when school came up, my son started playing trumpet and he loves the trumpet and he's playing jazz, but now going to Cherokee. And then of course we'll move to Kickapoo. Uh, but trumpet was not on his range. It was guitar for a long time. And now it's trumpet and he loves playing the trumpet. I think school programs are such a great way for people that want to start to play to get the chance to play and then you know people are going to drop out you don't like it or you can't do it or you don't want that, that's, that's perfectly fine not everything sticks not everything sticks absolutely but there's going to be a chunk of people that that's where they can express that musicality so i think yeah. school programs are a huge thing it's just like with art i'm, I'm no artist i can I'm pretty good at drawing like a stick figure. Like I can make the man; he's got like legs, and and the woman has the skirt. Like I'm good at that. Well, like, if, that's... if they're if they're dressed, your your stick people are way better. They're way more um, advanced than mine. They're very skinny people. I won't <laughs> lie to you about that. Uh, so in art, I'm no good. But with music, I was able to you know procure that into something. And with my kids, I'm I'm excited about that. So anyway, I I think I think school programs are such a wonderful thing because that arts and that that. Arts are just part of humanity, and I, I think that's a huge way to go about it. And you're never too never too late. I started picking up clarinet a few years ago because nothing swings like a clarinet. And let me tell you, I'm not a woodsman. He's a clarinetista, y'all. <laughs> so maybe you have the official answer. Um, so uh, several weeks ago, probably a couple months now, uh, we talked about this, that um, a flute player is called a flautist, um, but what the heck do you call a clarinet player? And all we could find was a clarinet player. So we deemed a new term, uh, you're a clarinetista. I think I'm saying that right. Clarinetist? What is it? Clarinetist? Clarinetist? All right, so here's the thing about the flute and the flautist thing. Uh, the flute player or a, a flutist or flautist. Uh, I talked to uh, I'm, I'm Amadeus, I guess. They're like on the East Coast. They're a big, like one of the big companies. And uh, I guess, was it Haynes? Anyway, it was one of the big uh, flute companies on the East Coast. And uh, their founder said, the difference between a flute player, like a flautist and flutist, is just how pretentious you want to be. So I guess either are okay. Yes. Tomato, tomato, 100%. You know uh, the difference between a, a banjo player and an Uzi? <laughs> an Uzi only repeats hey, 150 hey. times. <laughs> See, all the best jokes are about banjo players. No, that's what, great. What I, was scared, I was scared that your source for the joke might have <laughs> no, been Scott Henry. My heart stopped. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what do you call a banjo player's girlfriend? A relative minor? See, all the oh, best my jokes. <laughs> right. See, they're all about banjo players. So... For all you banjo players out there, I apologize. Oh my just, god! I've got so great. many. There's a whole. There's a whole pocket of banjo jokes. <laughs> I won't go into it now. It's so good. That's so good. That's it's so terrible. good. It's terrible. Oh man. Okay. So yes, your your, your answer was um, like school programs and stuff like that. Yes. Um, real quickly, and I know you and I kind of talked um, previously this week. Um, we don't want to get too into the nitty gritty on this, but. I don't have a kid in school, so I don't know this information. And maybe there's people that watch that also don't know, but would like, you know, to see kids, you know, pick up something and, mm -hmm. and show an interest. With all that's going on right now, are you guys still offering like rentals and all that? Like, are they still oh, sure. having are they still having music in schools during all this? And it's crazy. You know, we have, like I said, we have a store here in Joplin in Kansas City and St. Louis, and everybody has different rules. Everything is it's it's chaos. I mean, it's the pandemic is is chaos. But yes, we're still doing rentals in all the stores. Some schools do. I'm know, so glad to hear on. that. Yeah, we're it's, so we're. I, I would say we're probably sitting at right now half of what last year was, half of 2019. Which I mean, considering 
That's hey, not man, bad. Absolutely. My, my kids are going to school two uh, two days out of five, so we have half rentals. I don't know, it works out all right. Hey, there you uh, go. But I know a couple of the uh, band directors, like, pretty personally through the store, and these guys are top tier. Like, everybody's doing the best that they can for the schools that they can, for the kids. It's been it's been it's been heartening to see the way the schools in Springfield specifically have been working with uh, students and working with teachers and working with directors to really, really make it come together as much as we can. I'm so, yeah, yeah, man, I'm so glad to hear yeah, that, especially awesome. especially here locally, because, um, again, you know, I don't want to get too political, but it, it always feels like the arts in school were the first thing to get budget cuts and all yep. that kind of stuff. So I'm so glad that during this that that didn't happen. Nope. So awesome. Awesome. Good to hear. Solid programs. Oh, good. Um, I tell you what, let's play a game. Yes. Um, one of the, one of the, uh, the questions I asked you was, uh, about your memory of, uh, names and whatnot. So, right. um, uh -oh. I'm, I'm going to, uh, test that. You're going to shame me, aren't you? <laughs> right. So we're going to play a little game here. Um, right. let's see if I can pull this up. That's my name. That is I you. That, one. that is you. Yes. I'm one for one. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right, this is a game called Who Are You? Um, so here's how this game is going to work. Um, normally, what happens is we um, we show a picture of um, an artist because a lot of times we'll do an episode um, in in the same vein. So like, you know, like next week we're doing uh, disco and funk from the year 1977. So it would be artists from that from that era. Um, but uh, today we're doing something completely different since uh, you're here with us and we're talking local music. Um, I'm going to test your knowledge on some local musicians. So... Um, the way this is going to work is, uh, I'm going to see if I can, um, I hope it's all bands that I've been in. Cause I will be okay on that. <laughs> okay. Ish. You're going to shame me, shame me in front of everyone. <laughs> After uh, my name giving tips to remember. Here we go. <laughs> all right. So, um, who? Cor correct. Okay. Yes, so the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to show a band logo of, okay. of a local band. And I'm going to see if you can name me at least one member from from that band. Oh lordy! Um, let's see here. Oh, um, I've got. Let's let's before we do that. Uh, Brian Stokes says so. Rest in peace, Cliff Burton. Uh, Ron Govney, um, the original bassist for Metallica. Yes. Uh, number seven, uh, Midnight Rendezvous, Tokyo Blade, and what's up, Mitch? Man, yeah. So Brian obviously <laughs> Brian. wasn't able to comment, so he just like puked everything all up at once. <laughs> uh, awesome, Brian. Um, I will write that one down. Um, my dad says, uh, lead player in my old band asked me, uh, what do you call those people who are always following the band everywhere? I said, groupies. He said, no, they're called drummers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we can do music jokes all day. Oh, I man. Got tons yes. Of them, yes. Tons of them. I mean, nothing's better than, than <laughs> dad jokes when it actually legit comes from your dad. <laughs> all right. So, uh, let's see our first band and see if you can name, uh, anybody in the band. You don't have to name everybody if you, I mean, we're mainly just looking for a name. Oh, Lordy. So let's see. No pressure. Red Light Runner. That, that is banned. That is, is banned. modern it's, band, or is this uh, from... so? Yeah, so these are all local artists. These are all local, uh, but this one is new. This one just um, started this year, I believe. See, here's where you're killing me: is that I, I play it enough that I don't go out and see people. Red Light Runner. I would say, uh, you know what, uh, John. John is in that band. That is correct. Yes. Um, uh, actually, that is incorrect. John is the name I'm going with. I think maybe you were incorrect. Oh, actually, my notes are upside down. Uh, no, they're not. Everybody Johan, knows. Johan. Johan. Yeah. <laughs> Joanna is what I meant to say. Uh, incorrect. Incorrect. All right. Uh, no, no harm, no foul. 
Um, as with every game that we play here, it's not a big deal uh. if you get it right or wrong. Um, but uh, yes, Red Light Runner consists of Drew Biney, uh, David Pick, yeah. Stephen Sparks, Richie Allen, and uh, Nick Archambault. So yeah, See, I know some of those people. I just don't know this band. It, it's all about I'm putting you on the spot. No, it's it's That's it's fine. No, I'm just gonna live in shame. It's not. It's no, not you. It's me. It is me. You don't have to say that. It's me. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see this next band. All right, go with this. Oh, God. The Dirty Saints. I don't know anybody from that. Nope. <laughs> ne nope. Next. I don't know anybody it's from that. It's like those Dirty old Robotussin commercials. Next. Yep. There's uh, uh, Carlos and... Vladimir. Not Dewan. What was his oh. name? Uh, Scott Henry, <laughs> comment what your name was. Deshaun, that's what Deshaun. it was. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's no wards in there. There's no, no, I don't, yeah, no. I don't, I don't need anybody. No. I don't, need anybody I, I don't either. Experience. We'll move right along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, spider corpse. Is that spider corpse or spider core? Spider corpse. Is there an E on the end? Spider corpse E. Spider corpse or spider corpse A. Uh, all right. So there was um, uh, Bruce Wayne. I think is in that. Uh, the, no wait. Aunt Aunt May. Aunt May. No. Dang it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Spider Corp. Um, Spider so, Corps consists of Eric Ebbett, Zane Clark, Chris Hansen, and Dick Payne. And oh, yeah. Dick Payne is his real name. Um, these are um, well played, a lot of former members of the band Ilda Morte. Um, ah, okay. Of course, a, a heavy metal band, um, original band. So um, I'm, I'm, I tried to mix in some original and some cover band stuff. So if oh, you right. see what I'm doing here. Um, let's check out the next band. All right. Sequel Dose. No, I don't work with any of those. No, guys. no, never I heard of them. I don't work with any of those. Uh, so I will I will actually give a couple of those. There is, um, uh, I think it was Lucille Ball is one. No, no, it's, I'm, no I'm she sorry. wanted to be in the show, but they wouldn't let her. No, John Anno. <laughs> I know John, of course. I know Justin Moreland. And uh, Rico's in that as well. Correct. And, uh, oh, uh, two other guys. Yep. AJ Holmes. AJ, yes. And uh, Timothy Broadbent. Tim, yep, yep. Which, of course, Tim is going to be on the show next week on oh, the Disco Show. Sorry, I, I didn't forget you. I just... Didn't love you. As he, much he was as I love right. <laughs> I was going to try and scoop you up and save I, you and I, say I, I, he's no. saving the best for last. No, but... no, no. I just wrote everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, pooping in my hand and clapping together. That's how I. That's how I run my life. <laughs> you guys are keeping up in the comments. Good job. Um. All right. Next up, I'll tell you this. Rico totally helped me out. I uh I broke my toe at a uh, rock and ribs maybe four years ago. And couldn't take that. Bro out. Wait, well, slow down. You broke your toe broke at toe. Rock and Ribs. At Rock and Ribs, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you trip on a rib? Or no, 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 no. I, I rocked a rib. No, wait, <laughs> that's not right. No, so we had there was a there's like one of those aluminum uh, ramps that lead up onto the stage. Yes. And it was, dude, it was like the coldest Rock and Ribs. It was rainy. It was oh. cold. It was 45, 50 degrees. It was just a miserable day. And I happened to step up on the ramp, but my left foot just didn't catch in, and I kicked the ramp, broke my toe, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it was awful. Uh, and then uh, that night, I'm like, man, can you help me carry this 14 cab down? He's like, I got you. I was like, I just want one. And he's like, I'll just carry it. I'm like, Thank <laughs> he's you probably much. like, my toe was all just purple and awful. Oh. I'm like, can you please help me? I feel so bad. Thank you for carrying all this. <laughs> totally helped me out. I'm so wow. grateful for you. And I know he doesn't even know my name. I'm like, it's like that dude, maybe, I, I, whatever. But, uh, I think you'd anyway, be surprised. I, maybe so. Rico just, knows good people, man. Well, he, he knows good people. He helped out my toe that day. And I'm, I'm very grateful. Yeah, for him. no, it's, that's, that's good. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully you got some good ribs out of it. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't allowed to eat. No, no, oh. no. I, I, all I could have was water, water and, um, uh, water with infused with hops. 
Oh, the worst yeah. of the worst. It terrible. It was terrible. It was there was wheat and barley. And <laughs> All right, uh, Wicked Shimmy. Yeah, yeah. The ever-changing lineup of the Wicked ever- Shimmy. <laughs> so, I, you know, I was at uh, Shuffle on uh, Friday night, and so Wicked Shimmy, and I actually thought, who's playing with Wicked Shimmy right now? Who's who's up there? It was a... Uh, uh, give me a hint. <laughs> um, John? Yes, John is what I meant to go with. John. Uh, there's John. <laughs> that's it that's all okay got. yep uh john boos um yes kyle dials um quinn washam and oh, quinn of course yeah of course and uh and then they've got two new lead singers um and i've not heard of either of these girls um amanda cunningham and vanessa garnsey i believe is right did you say amanda yes i don't know her don't yeah me neither um i think uh well i think she's from boston ah. um see what i did there okay um <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, um, accepting the fall, another original band. I have no idea. I, I don't know these guys. Accepting the, f- oh the A's. Oh oh. Accepting the the Faval. The Faval. Actually, that's really a nice bit of graphic logoing there. Right. It like really that. is. Like um, that. actually, um, quick side note. They um played with my band, Death May Die. Oh, maybe that was another upcoming. No, it wasn't. Um, and they had a really cool um. I, I, I kind of hate to use the word gimmick, but I mean honestly, that's literally the, the the definition of the term. They had a cool gimmick for their show was they had like the old TV, you know, like not the flat screen, but the old school TVs. Tubes. And they yes, yep. and they had um, like a uh, printout of an overhead projector kind of thing with their logo on it. Oh, so they cool. plugged the TVs in. It's got the static behind it, and then you see accepting a fall like this over top of it. Very I was like, dude, yes, awesome, yeah. good yeah. stuff. So yeah. So who's in this band? Hell, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh wait, wait. Sorry, I'm letting my people down. It was a joke. Um, all right. So, uh, real talk. We've got um, uh, Dave Gates, of course, uh, here with us in the comments. Uh, Ken Best, Kyle Maddox, Quentin Berry, and Daniel Glenn. So okay. a bunch of lads. A bunch of lads. Um, and um, let's see here. What about uh, you? Ever heard of Mood Ring Circus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven's in that, and uh, oh gosh, there's... <laughs> Who else in that band? My, my my favorite part is look down at at me. You can see my shitty computer in the plant. <laughs> <laughs> Looks very nice. It's oh very sure. Nice. Yeah. Some good. Very nice. There. Yeah. Oh, it's still yeah, not that's, there. That's, okay. Super cask is what that is. That's how good that is. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Working know, with only the best. I know plenty of those guys out in Mood Ring. Yeah. 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 Very. Name out there. Stevens in there, and who else is yep. in there? Um, um Stephen, uh, Justin Larkin. Justin, of course. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander Hines, uh, Seth, I can't remember his last Seth is dead to me. I won't talk to him. Okay, fair. And they've got a keyboard player, too. But, you know. Do they? Yeah. They they, they recently, like, within the last year or so, have added a keyboard player. Um, I ran sound for them once, kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. Where at? Uh, It was at the, um, what's that? They had the festival up on uh, uh, kind of north downtown. That was the park. uh, What was that called? Not Apple Cider. Mm-mm, no, no, no. It was like a, the Luna Festival or something like that. Oh. What's that called? It's the, it's the park. Um, <laughs> the name of the park. I don't know. Um, I can remember names. Not, yeah. Not places I played. Play well, much, to be right? honest, the park never introduced itself to you. So, it, I mean, you, know you couldn't. <laughs> there was a sign, but that sign was very, very it was, standoffish. It was whispering. It yeah. was. Oh, yeah. made me angry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Brian says, Gene, <laughs> Peter, Ace, and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Poison was a good band. Um, <laughs> it was a good band. 
Uh, all right. Uh, we got one more here. Right. Um, I, uh, these are a bunch of yuppies, so all we'll right. see who this is. Oh, um, this is who good. all was in uh, the band called Sunset Strip? I, you know what? They had a van, and I burned that van down. You sure did. I did, and I, I never ever want to go back there. This is down by the river. It was down by the river, and and I, this is this is this is insulting to me. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jason. Jason was one of the yep. guys. Yep, correct. Uh, there was also uh, a, a Jimmy. Uh, sure. And a Jared. Oh, okay. There I don't know. Oh, there was never a Jared. There never a Jared. Okay, there. maybe there was. Is uh, it Josephine? Yeah, only on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. So, of course, my old band before uh, I transitioned um, from uh, Sunset Strip oh. to Sunset Productions. Um, and, uh, yeah, myself uh, right here, um, Brian Stokes was a drummer. We had Mike Cruz. We yep, had Mike about was... 33 different guitar players, and we had a great time. Um, so, yeah. You guys laid it down. Like, coming out in here, you guys you guys laid it down. That was a, that was fun to see you play. I can't tell you how fun that was. And so, you know, to, to tie in, and I've kind of mentioned this before, I think, on the show, um, but to tie into what we talked about um, at the end of me asking you questions about getting the next generation, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of inspired to to pick up an instrument and do something. That show actually inspired. Um, I had I was doing hair also at the time, and so I had a friend and a client of mine whose um, stepson she was able to finally bring her kid out because it was an all ages kind of thing versus us playing at a bar. Um, and so he watched us there, and that inspired him to want to play keyboards because I sang awesome. and play keys. Awesome. And so I actually was able to, and I gave him keyboard lessons for a summer last year, um, which I am not qualified. And I told her I'm not qualified. And she's like, well, if you can get her, get him to play some of the stuff that you played, I'm like, oh, well, I could do that, you know? And so that and chords and the simple stuff. And then I was awesome. like, okay, my work here is done. <laughs> and you know, to tie into that a little bit, I'm sorry to interrupt no. you there. Uh, Blue Society of the Ozarks, I'm a board member of Blue Society of the Ozarks, and they have what they call the BITS program. That's blues in the schools. And there's a couple guys that go to different schools. And obviously it's been rough this year with, uh, with COVID, uh, but they go in and uh, Springfield Music donates or, or I'm sorry, not donates, but it sells very inexpensively about cost, all these harmonicas. And these guys go into the schools and they, teach kids how to play a basic 12 bar blues on the harmonica and wow that's like that's that's one of those things where where does where does the music start where does it come from absolutely it's school programs but yep. things like that it's you being oh here here i'm playing oh i'm inspired by you to play well let me help you learn how to play For sure it's blues in the uh, blues in the schools it's, it's these guys it's all these people out there these men these women that go out and just push out music and say music is such a part of us here's another outlet here's another outlet here's Big another time. outlet and sometimes it, it sticks with you yes yeah and sometimes it doesn't and you end up a banjo player dude Oof. i'm sorry i, I went back again I, yeah sorry, no. I just, no oh I, I I, I, where was your laughter we got, i was we've, we've got we've got plenty of uh well somewhere around here i have a laugh track but we've got plenty of uh a banjo players um Speaking of which, before I forget, and I don't want to, I don't want to pass this by. Um, you played a show Friday night. Tell me about the band that you were playing with. What, oh, what's what, what's under your, what's in your sleeve? Uh, that's Psychobilly Cadillac. It's a go. straight up country band, and I've never really no. Like to I mean, straight up. Like Mitch was wearing a cowboy hat in the whole world. Oh, yeah. so it was awesome. <laughs> I told you guys, like I get the cosplay. I wear a, I wear a cowboy <laughs> hat and I wear boots and pants and a shirt. It's ex excellent. It's excellent. Uh, a lot of one, four, and five. So there you go. So how many bass players does it take to screw in a light bulb? Or how many country bass players? Oh, does it take to you done messed it up, son. I did. Okay. How, many, how many country bass players does it take to screw in a light bulb? Um, one, uh, five. No, one, five. <laughs> one. No, four, five. Four. One. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's uh, a, a ton of music I've never really, really ever played before. So it's been a blast. We played a shuffle. 
which is uh, a, a, such a great venue. Uh, Jer- uh, Jeremiah does such a nice job running sound. Yeah. Dan Strickland, the owner, is just a great guy. I mean, just a really nice club. Yep. Um, spacious, good sound, good everything on there. So it was, yeah, it was a good time. We had a nice, nice, Very cool. nice time. Yeah. I, I missed out because I was over at uh, the Rift that night watching Innuendo. That's right. But, yep. um, and props up to Paul Tomlinson. I love Oh, Paul. man, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's such a good dude. He's such a great player, great yeah. musician, just a super nice guy all yep. the way around. Yeah, yep, for sure. All of them. And, you know, talking about inspiring the previous generation, um, I, uh, their bass player, um, Dean, I think is his name, uh, wasn't able to make the show. And so Gene Whedon, who is their drummer, uh, had his son fill in on bass. No kidding. And he is a jazz musician, uh, bass player, excuse me, in in, uh, in the military. I, I forgot which branch. Um, but anyway, and uh, the kid is good. Like all the stuff that Innuendo plays is good music, but it mm-hmm. is not his forte. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's like in his twenties. I'm I'm guessing or early teens, uh, late teens. Excuse me, whichever. You know, late teens, early twenties. Um, and he had to learn thirty two songs before that show, and I never heard a bad note. I was like, God dang. Yeah. So yeah. impressive, man. Good good on him. Um, but I say that because I also hear that. Um, Deb Shelton stepped up and sang a few songs. How did that go? It went beautifully, beautifully. We had a rehearsal the night before on Thursday at the store. So we have at Springfield Music, we have a little stage and a full PA system. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she came in and we ran through her songs two or three times. And she sounded great. She was nervous. And I'm like, ah, you sound great, Deb. And she just did beautifully. Just did beautifully. Yeah. Very, very nice. I'd love seeing Deb. I love all the the Satoma stuff that she does. She's such an integral in getting all these bands and getting all these musicians up to for sure uh, you know raise she's definitely got Sertoma. yeah she's definitely got her finger on the local pulse as far yeah. as uh yeah. local music and stuff yeah she's a good person to know. absolutely um okay so i tell you what we're gonna um we're gonna take a quick little break and then uh up next on my notes i've got uh some facebook music guidelines we're gonna go over all the facebookness Whoa. uh so yeah um we'll be back in just a oh and just one oh, nope two seconds here we go Hey musicians, do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with next level production and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at Sunset Productions Springfield at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience. Now I got some microphone going. Um, yeah, what what in the what in the world is even happening? What in the wide world of sports? <laughs> you know me, I don't watch sports. I can care less. Um all right, so uh, let's uh, let's talk about some of this uh, Facebook stuff. Uh, right now, Mitch and I are getting coffee refills. We we try to use that break um, to the best of our advantage, but you know <laughs> that minute goes by pretty quick. Um, all right, so I want to I want to talk to you guys um, here in the comments. Um, let me know uh, kind of what you guys have heard um, about this Facebook stuff. Let me know if you've heard anything at all, or let me know if you you don't even know what we're talking about if you've not heard anything. Um, because I could tell you that it probably affects everybody that's here watching the show to a certain degree. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about how it's going to affect 
you guys as well as how it's going to affect uh, just the local music scene and how it's going to affect this show. Um, so, yeah. Um, jumping up to the uh, comments here. Um, yes. What about the Gypsies, uh, Kanita? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I can't go through every single band. We don't. I don't want to make a show about going through every band. That's. Uh, but the Gypsies are, are awesome. Um, I love working with you guys. So, um, all right. Let's see here. Hey, Jody. How's it going? Uh, just jumped on. What is this? Uh, name that band? Uh, pretty much. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, Brian Stokes said, uh, loved the in-store that we did. Yeah. And you know what's funny is I don't know that I've ever had a conversation with the guys in the band after the show about how how they felt about the show. Because, I mean, to be honest, it was something completely different from anything that we have done. Um, you know, we were so used to, to uh, playing in bars and venues and that kind of stuff that um, it was it was really weird because it was like one o'clock in the afternoon and uh, nobody's I mean had a shot or a, 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 a can of beer or no, nothing. Um, so it was like weird from that perspective, but it was like really cool once we got into the first like verse of the first song. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I'm glad to hear that Brian enjoyed that. Um, uh, let's see here. <laughs> Twelve bar blues is the gateway drug, says Steve Stewart. Yeah. Uh, can can uh, concur. Um, Facebook is big, big brother. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Weed National Guard. Thank you, Brian. Yes, that is correct. That is where uh, um, Ben was playing, um, was a National Guard uh, playing bass. Uh, no live music feeds and no covers is what Deb Klein has heard. Okay, so I tell you what, um, we're going to get into this. What I have done. Oh, what have I done? Sounds terrible. <laughs> Sounds terrible. It does. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about, um, and I want to I want to show my sources. Um, I know that's like kind of a not popular thing to do on the internet, but I'm going to try my best and show my sources. Um, and my source comes directly from, you know, at the very bottom of the Facebook page and all the fine print and that nobody cares about. I went down there and checked out the actual guidelines. Um, there is a screenshot of uh, everything. So what I did is I went ahead and copy and pasted um, because I have old eyes and apparently uh, Mitch does too. Um, so um, we're going to go each one of these uh, line by line and we're going to talk about um, and I want to take this kind of not really slow, but step by step so that everybody really understands because this is like, you know, all the technical jargon and, and stuff that it's not everyday lingo, um, especially it's weird to hear uh, the product. Um, you know, when Facebook refers to itself as the product or Facebook products. Um, so music guidelines, uh, and this, of course, um, comes into effect on October 1st. Um, so that's why I had to rearrange shows and stuff. And uh, we're doing talk and shop today. It says music guidelines. These supplemental terms apply if you post or share any videos or other content containing music on Facebook products. Okay. Um, so basically... Um, uh, oh, I, where are my notes? Um, yeah, I mean, that one's kind of self-explanatory. Um, anything that you post or other content containing music, um, it, it's what it's talking. Basically, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> you are, there's what I was looking for. You are responsible for the content you post. Um, so you, you can't say, oh, I accidentally hit the share button or, you know, this, again, this is their technical, um, jargon, if you will corporate speak so that they make sure they have all their eyes uh dotted and their t's crossed um the next thing it says is um people use our products to share content with their family and friends keep in mind you remain solely responsible for the content that you post including any music that features in that content 
Um, and I'll pause right there. I know some of you guys have talked about um, like um, you guys have had experiences. Man, what is this thing doing in my head? Um, you guys have had experiences going live or whatever, and it'll mute your video or it'll um, do some weird thing. And it's because you're like at the mall walking and you're on live and on the overhead speakers is um, WAP or something. And all of a sudden you get muted or you get, you know, your, your feed shut down. Uh, that's actually exactly what happened on the first episode of this show. Um, so yeah. Um, what, what mall do you go to that WAP is playing? Cause I, I would like to go there. Same a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, and then, um, let's see here, jumping back over there. Um, it says nothing in these terms constitutes any authorization by us with respect to any use of music on any of our products. Um, so yeah, so basically they're saying, um, they take no responsibility for it. Um, and we'll talk about kind of the gist of all this. Um, so we don't have to be stuck in all this technical jargon. Um, it says use of use of music for commercial or non-personal purposes in particular is prohibited unless you have obtained, obtained appropriate licenses. Um, so that's probably like an ASCAP or a BMI, that kind of thing. Um, and I tried to look into, well, okay, how do you do that um, on Facebook? And I couldn't find anywhere. So maybe that's something to come in the future. I don't know. Um, that's something, by the way, um, for all you cover bands and stuff, um, that's something that any bar that you play in that has um, um, cover music and stuff, those bars are covered by BMI and as like, no, 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 man, nobody pays that stuff. Really? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Cause yeah. I've worked with bars that, that do. Uh, I, I think a lot of them don't. don't. And that's true. They may, I mean, they may say they do, yeah. but they don't. Yeah. yeah. I played down in Texas where they had signs up and said, Hey, we do not endorse you playing any covers that you have to be, uh, pay your ASCAP and BMI things. I've uh, talked to guys that were reps for BMI and in, in Tennessee and like going into Nashville bars and Memphis and, and Nashville and, like trying to say, hey, do you have a have you paid for these and getting like violently harassed? If you're playing, if you're in a cover band and you're out there playing, your bar that you're playing at is not not paying for it. it. Not in this area. Now there may be some areas where they are. Maybe maybe in New York. I don't know. I don't know. I know in this area, there's nobody paying BMI or ASCAP. The only one that I would that I would say more than likely probably does would be the Riff because they're associated so. with Classic Rock Coffee, Absolutely. who plays. A lot of that kind of music overhead yeah so maybe something you know that might be well overhead though i mean if you i mean you can you can get like a satellite radio feed that is like a business satellite radio and that pays for okay, that okay and that's the fair bands too. That are coming into play no they're that's not playing. fair yeah yeah no, if, that's you're, fair. if you're doing if you're doing uh free falling by tom petty you tom, shouldn't yeah no. well, <laughs> dude that's my unless, livelihood unless it's on banjo it's all tom petty unless it's on banjo, it's on banjo. <laughs> no or unless then. clutch covers it dude. you know <laughs> But you're right. I mean, that's that's the thing that that, that, that I, I, artists aren't getting paid for you doing covers, which is, in my opinion, okay. But... I mean, yeah, in my opinion it is too. Um, it's if you're making money off of it though, like if you're putting out an album and you have something in print, if you have something that's a residual thing, right? Absolutely, I can see that. But doing it on Facebook, uh... right? If I was Picasso, I wouldn't get mad at you for trying to paint my painting and sell it for five bucks to somebody, like. If, if they can't get to me and get to my original, if it's, you know, not available to them or whatever, and it's just getting my name and my work out there, what's the harm? That's interesting. Uh, uh, tying it to did art. I, did I, did I uh, go down a rabbit hole? Oh. No, but I mean, you know, we take like art and you take music and you take uh, cuisine. Those I was just about to say things, that. Right? So if someone copies your dish, mm -hmm. is that 
infringement? I don't know. Yeah, I, w- I would say not because I mean, first and and this is okay. This is officially a rabbit hole, but um, <laughs> so be it. So yeah, so like if I'm watching Food Network and I'm watching like um, Paula Dean or somebody make a make a recipe, and then I go and and do a recipe, and I'm like, man, this tastes good. I want to I want to do my version and upload it to Facebook or t- to YouTube or whatever, so I can share that with people that you know know me and that kind of thing. Um, it's not even like I'm not obligated to say that I got it from Paula Dean or whatever, and I'm not obligated to um, vary from you know if I'm able to use the exact same ingredients or whatever, um, and and I want to call it my recipe, I can. Um, I don't know that necessarily that puts an injustice to Paula Dean at that point because she did the same thing; she put it out there for it to be shared. Um, and to get out to as many people as she as she could. Well, it's tricky. Like a hot dog, like you can go buy, you can go to the, you know, there's all kinds of hot dogs, and they're all hot dogs. But there's, you know, only one stairway to heaven. Well, depending on, maybe, anyway, there's only like classical, like there's songs that are songs, right? Yeah. There's songs that are, that that's the song that it is. And, yes. and people have definitely been sued and won for copying the the lyrics. But I mean, 100%. it's a and hot dog. And, it's yeah. a GCD chord, you know, or GCD yep. phrase. I, I don't know. That's a, that's yeah. a tricky. It is a slippery right slope. It is. It is. Um, and, and um, you know, your example too, there are certain bands that are like by the book, like, Hey, you're not using that. That's, that's our stuff. Um, you know, there's, there's uh reactors on YouTube that'll watch a video that they've never seen or heard of music and uh, react to it live. And they get shut down because obvious reasons. Well, how close um, did Prince have uh, into his own catalog? Like he produced everything, he did everything. Like you couldn't get Prince until no. Prince passed away. Correct. Like it was, he had a. He, it a was on lock. And, yep. And that, that was by design. Yes. Yep. For sure. Um. Uh. Over here in the comments, let's see here. Um. Uh. Has any cover band played at like Applebee's? Um. Can't say that I've heard that, but. Uh. uh yeah. Who knows? Uh, Dave Gates says, so what does it mean for original groups like mine who have our music registered? Uh, Can we share our own music? It's creating a listening experience. Um, Hold tight because we're going to get there. It's right around the corner. Um, Gene Whedon, how's it going, buddy? Any window played Applebee's and Chicago Bros Pizza several years ago? Did you? Did you? Okay. Um, Okay, so yes, let's uh, let's jump back over here. Um, uh, Come on. This button, that button, every button. Um, we want you to be able to enjoy videos posted by family and friends. However, if you use videos on our products to create a music listening experience for yourself or others, uh, your videos will be blocked and your page profile or group may be deleted. This includes live. That is a massive statement right there. Um, and it, it you know, as it reads, I'll, I'll just because I want I have follow up to this but as it reads it does read like correct you can't go and watch innuendo play and take a live video um you'll be shut down you'll be deleted you'll be you know death upon you and you have to switch over to Instagram and Snapchat with the kids and oh god um and yeah that's how it reads but that's not necessarily um uh, how this is going to end up playing out so um the next thing that it says is unauthorized content may be removed um so obviously pretty much what Dave is saying. Like, if it's not yours, um, it is by nature unauthorized. So, um, if you post content that contains music owned by someone else, your content may be blocked or may be reviewed by the applicable rights owner and removed if you use, uh, if your use of that music is not properly authorized. Um, so this is a lot similar probably to, uh, the YouTube algorithms 
uh, where it's automated, it goes through and, and does whatever, and you can appeal it, and it's this whole long, uh, drawn-out process, um, and they try to make it a headache for you. Um, that's basically what this is saying. Uh, you may not be able to post or access videos containing music in every country of the world. Again, this is already just like Facebook. Um, it's it's a copyright claim. It doesn't mean it's a strike. It doesn't mean they're deleting you or anything. It just means it may not be available to somebody to watch in Denmark or in uh, Latvia or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, and it, again, it's just there's a chance. Um, we want you to be able to share videos with your family and friends wherever they are. But any music in your video, if it's allowed at all, may not be available in all countries of the world. Okay, so they're reiterating the same kind of thing, basically. Um, <laughs> okay, so again, I've read this is you can see right there. Everything that I've read so far is exactly um, as it is on the Facebook uh, page itself. So um, I want to before we before we kind of dive into the uh, what it actually means kind of thing. Mitch, what is what is your first take on this? What are what are your thoughts initially? Well, my first thought is, yeah, if you have a hit song and you know you want to get rights for it for being played, I can I can I can see I can see all the sides of this. I can see both the sides of, hey man, I've got this hugely popular song and you're gonna use it to promote your own video. Shouldn't I get paid for that? I right. Mean, if I was on that side of the arts, like if I had a hugely successful song. And it was played in a truck commercial. Shouldn't I get paid for that? But you're going to produce it in your Facebook video. Shouldn't I get that? Right. Secondly, I also see the liability issue from Facebook saying, hey, we don't want to pay any liability. And we don't have to pay every time you have this this video that you put out, no matter how big it gets on Facebook. Right. It may get shut down. And then on the far side, I can see, you know, as a guy that's played a ton of cover bands, I don't want to pay any money when I go out and like play, right. play, play shows. I mean, I yeah. can see all the way around. I can see all the different sides of that. Yep. But I... I I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for Facebook to make a clear line of saying, if you're going to play copyrighted music, you either, you're, we're not going to let you play copyrighted music or you're going to have to pay and prove that you can pay and right. you have paid for it. Essentially, there's a gamble. Right. Either yep. we're going to get caught or we're not. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> Josh Poole, <laughs> sounds like China doesn't like rock and roll. <laughs> I would agree. Um I'll actually, uh, I think they love rock yeah. and roll. Um, Gene Whedon says it's all just legal declarations so that their backsides are covered. Yeah, I think you're right there. Basically. Yep. Um, and so, uh, on that note, Gene, um, <laughs> I like how it's probably going to boo on all these now because I probably hit the wrong <laughs> button. Uh, anyway, um, okay, so I went to uh, good old Snopes. Um, hey. So um, <clears throat> I wanted to let you know that in in reading Snopes, like. People for, that work at Snopes actually reached out to people, not not machines, that work at uh, Facebook, um, and they kind of try to get to the bottom of it. So, um, but before I do, Josh Poole, I wanted to talk about uh, a conversation that you and I had outside of Shuffle several weeks ago um, about this. Um, we we talked about um, why we think this might be happening, and um, um, you had a, a a great idea, and I'm like, you know, I could really see this. Um, Josh thinks that there might be a chance that they're trying to get all this down um, to be able to launch a music platform of their own. I'm like, I, I could see that. I mean, I, that. I could I could kind of see that. Um, and, and we're going to talk about um, kind of the take that I had. Um, and and uh, it's the same kind of thing that Snopes was able to find. So um, Snopes says, yeah, I knew it was going to be. Um, what's true um, of these rules? Um, so Facebook's rules since 2018 
have stated that videos, including live content, uh, cannot be used to create a music listening experience. In September of 2020, Facebook clarified that the rules were meant uh, to protect copyrighted music and that there would be limitations to recorded music included in live broadcasts and videos. So that's what's true. Um, meaning this is actually nothing that new. Um, this is, and so they actually went into the archives of the um, got, uh, Facebook guidelines, and this has been a thing for some time. So it's it's something that everybody is talking about, but it is not necessarily a new policy of theirs. Um, <laughs> the booze continue. Uh, what's false? However, there will not be an outright ban on musical performances on live streams or in stories. Uh, through full-length recorded tracks will be limited and shorter music clips are recommended. So basically they're saying it's it's the old, um, I forgot what uh, what segment of whatever it is, but it's the fair rights thing um, where um, as long as you're not recording the whole thing, like as long as like how I had that on full screen, as long as I'm not just like re-uploading stuff blatantly like that, like um, a YouTube music video or something, um, then uh, then we'll then we're fine. Um, so... Um, if, if, uh, David, if you wanted to upload a music video for your band, um, and promote your band, do it. Like it is your music. You write it. You're responsible for it. Your peaches and cream, man. Um, if I want to take my phone, like I did uh, Friday night and go live and watch innuendo and live stream it, I can do that. Um, th what they're saying though, is that they recommend not doing like the whole song. They recommend a, a smaller portion. Um, and that's going to be easier to kind of circumnavigate these these guidelines in a in a stand up way um, where you're you're not trying to cheat the system. They're just trying to keep it from, you know, if it, if it's a five minute song, you're not going live for five minutes and doing the whole thing. You're, you're going live for a minute or something. Um, that's what I take out of that. Mitch, do you have anything different that you're getting out of this? That maybe I, I, no, I think you're right. I, I, I okay. think it's, it's a definitely, as you say, it's according to the rules. If you do a live like go see innuendo that's verboten that's like that's not good but i think like i'm saying if you're keeping it short and keeping it into a small thing to promote the band and not necessarily to make right you know something off of the actual song itself it seems like that's that's okay right correct um uh so uh jumping over here to the uh comments uh deb says i think it's happening so that the artists make money uh because there's not really any production going on right now uh it's like paying uh to play a jukebox in your bar okay um Al says, nah, just uh, tweak YouTube into a social back-and-forth platform. Screw Zuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh says, fair play. Exactly. It's no different from what I do on the show, guys. Um, you know, I don't I don't have, like, full-length songs that play. Like, when we play games, I'll do a 15- or 30-second thing. And, yeah, I play with it so to make sure I'm really safe. You know, I'll play it backwards or I'll slow the pitch or the speed or change the pitch, all this kind of stuff. Um, and that's really what it's for. You guys still get the idea of what song it is and stuff. It's just me trying to do my part to not blatantly rip them off. And minus the first episode where I did not do that, I've been totally fine. Um, and I don't think anything's going to change in the future. Um, so I think we're still good. I think we're still good on Facebook. We don't have to freak out and try to find some other social media platform. I think we're fine. Um, Christopher Seek says, shout out to Springfield Music. I had my guitar repaired, fully inspected, set up, and intonated. When I acquired it a couple of months ago, so happy with the work they did and the affordability of their services. Everyone is super cool. Thanks a bunch. Hey, can I plug our repair guy real quick? Please do. We had the same repair guy, Dwayne Lewis. And I know, Dwayne, you're not watching, but good for you, sir. 44 years, Dwayne was at Springfield Music, and he did just everything. 
when he left, there was a huge hole to fill, and Alex Warren came in. Alex used to work at Handpicked, uh, and then he worked over at the Guitar Center doing uh, setup on that. He has been such a wonderful, wonderful addition to Springfield Music. It's been just over two years he's been with us, and I, I, I mean, I, we, I could have looked all over Springfield, not found somebody we, we were happy with. He fits in culturally, but he's a just a he's a he's a hell of a good r- r- repair tech, and so I'm grateful for Alex to coming in. So if you do need setups on guitars or whatever it may be like that. He is exceptional. And I'm not saying that as a Springfield Music representative. I'm saying it as like, he, Legit. like I, I take my stuff. In, I'm like, I need to get my stuff set up. I could do it myself, but right. you're very, very good at it, Alex. Would you please fix up my guitar and make it all set up? He's extremely good. So good. thanks. Thanks, uh, Chris. I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Um, so that's good to know because I, I even, even though I don't play guitar, like I have several band members and whatnot that have stuff that are go- that's going on. Um, and in fact, I just last week told my guitar player, Hey, take your guitar in there because he's got a, a pot that's going bad or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Springfield music. Well, you so nail those finger symbols. Like when you're like, ding, 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 like you do, you do a really, I mean, <laughs> you're excellent at that, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried ditch. Um, okay. So <laughs> you're right. I could have come up with something better. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know uh, a good one that rhymes oh, with Mitch. Do you now? Is it, have you figured it out? Which one that is that my whole life? Yeah. 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 Have you figured that one out? Snitch. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> which is what you're thinking of. Oh, which? Oh. Yeah, that's the one. That Bummer. Um, <laughs> Al says, uh, on my other page, I posted a link of these dudes podcasting over the whole damn um, Siamese Dreams DVD for over a half uh, an hour. And for over an hour and a half, I'll be able to read eventually. Um, I wonder how many they got away, how they got away with that. Um, I watched the whole thing on their Facebook page. Yeah, I don't know. And that's the thing. So I put a lot of work before this before this podcast ever became a podcast. There was like a two-week period of me going through every social media platform and registering the Audio Rose podcast, da-da-da-da-da. Um, so it is a big deal to me if something happens and they're like, hey, Audio Rose podcast Facebook page is done. Then I have to go and make like uh, the official Audio Rose podcast uh, page uh, number two. Like that's BS and I don't want to do that. So uh, maybe maybe they're cool taking that chance. I'm not. Um, so it, it's it's no different from. <laughs> I know this is so extreme, and I hate myself for even saying it before I say it. Um, it's it's just like any other crime. Like you take a chance, and and, and you, you may not get caught. You may. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, um, Josh says. Um, <laughs> oh, Chris says. <laughs> I see Facebook jail in my future <laughs> again. Um, Josh Poole says, even with fair use for education purposes, YouTube has blocked videos at the request of artist or label. Yes, that is exactly what happened, um, Josh, to me. Um, for for those of you tuning in for the first time or don't know the story, on my first episode of the show, we played several games. One of the game was Guess the Music Video, where I put up the music video, had it on mute, you couldn't hear anything, and we only played like 15 seconds of it. And I thought, oh, it'll be fun, you know, see the visuals, like REM was one of them. Um, losing my religion, that kind of stuff. And on my phone, as we're going live, like we're talking for half an hour. And finally, I look at my phone and we've got like, you know, alerts. Um, Sony Music says um, uh, copyright, whatever, whatever, your broadcast has ended. Um, another one from some other BMG music or something. And I was like, oh, wow. So then we had to start over and redo it. So anyway, yes, um, it's um, it's uh, the, the recording labels and stuff like that that are responsible for this. Um, and, uh, the other thing I want to mention too, while we're booing, um, <laughs> for no reason is, um, like I said, so whenever I went over to Snopes, they actually reached out to people at Facebook and this is what their response was a statement from Facebook. We want to encourage musical expression on our platforms while also ensuring that we uphold our agreements with rights holders. These agreements help protect the artists, songwriters, and partners who are, 
uh, the cornerstone of the music community, and we're grateful for how they've enabled uh, the amazing creativity that we've seen in, in this time, um, a.k.a. people live-streaming shows during COVID is is kind of what that means. Um, our partnership, uh, our partnerships with rights holders have brought people together around music on our platforms. As part of our licensing agreements, there are limitations around the amount of recorded music that can be included in live broadcasts or videos. So, um, Mitch, uh, anything on that um, from your end, or is that kind of saying exactly what we've been saying? Man, I, you know, it's it's easy to say, ah, oh, they're being, you know, uh, just over over the top on this, but you know, if I had written music and that my music was being used to, to promote other things. Yeah, I feel like I would. Same way as like you, you should know, at least have a say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have a say onto it, or even then, you know, I mean, how many uh, artists are get sued for having a song that sounds like another song? Oh yeah, you or see it all the time. Yeah, I see it all the time. I don't think any of us would say, "Oh, that's not right." Yeah, well, they right. just make it. Well, uh, yeah, I, I see where Facebook's coming from. I think, as it was said earlier, it's a it's a cover your ass sort of thing. It's definitely a CYA. Yes. I mean, that's the yeah. big thing, so that they're not going to be liable for that. And maybe you are, and like you said, it's going to be a it's going to be a you know, if you get caught, you get caught, and you have to have the repercussions to it. But I, right. I can't fault artists for when you get paid for the absolutely not. what they've created. Absolutely not. So, bottom line, two, two things for me: this is the artists slash the um, the record labels or the you know uh, record companies, what have you, that are uh, wanting their what would be normal piece of the pie that they're not getting. The other thing, the the actual elephant in the room is what is Facebook getting? Zero. It costs nothing to, to get a Facebook account. It costs nothing to um, to live stream an event or whatever. Facebook is getting zero piece of the pie. So when you live stream and then you take that feed and embed it in a website or whatever, and you make people pay for it because of uh, the pandemic, and you know you want to live stream your show, that's cool. And Facebook is saying yes, you're able to do that because of our platform. But we got no no piece of the pie. Um, so maybe that's a factor of why they're trying to um, kind of say hey. Just so you know, this isn't right, and we have a right to take that down because we're getting nothing out of this. Oh, they're getting you out of it, man. The advertising when there's when there's something's for free, you're what's being paid for. Like a free cable, te like free television, you have to watch commercials. Like you, like that's what they're getting. They're getting the advertisements in for you, and they don't want to be sued on the backside. We are, there you we go. are the product. We there you go. Are the product. There you go. Fight the man. <laughs> Fight the man. Um. <laughs> No, it's great. It's great. I need to get you in here for some voiceovers just for some sound effects. And I'll just, I'll just have like a Mitch soundboard. <laughs> um, when I have tried uh, to make a post with a video playing in the background, it got blocked immediately. Depends on the song. Depends on the, the uh, record label, the artist, the, all, all those things all play a role. Uh, that was a good episode. Which one? Oh, the first one or this one? This one's not over. We still got major announcements, folks. Just saying. Um, uh, maybe because they were pre-recorded, not live. That's entirely possible. Um, it, it's it's hard to say. Um, and again, you know, I I'm a hundred percent guessing on this, but I know that in YouTube land, it is a um kind of an algorithm, and it's automated. Um, and then like when you appeal it, then it's reviewed by a human. It may be the same thing here um, on Facebook, you know. So there may not be as uh as much uh. There may be a lot of discrepancy because of how the algorithms work and stuff. That that's the kind of stuff that's way over my my head and over my pay level. Um, I understand algorithms and stuff to a certain extent. Um, I'm you know if if I'm using the platform, I I kind of have that's my responsibility is to know how some of that stuff works. So uh, so yeah, 
Steve Stewart says uh, they get to my uh, information. Yeah, well, um, that's part of uh, what you give up, <laughs> you know, uh, when you when you create an account. Um, and it's it's all about the fine print, man. You got to look into it. Um, uh, well, it was cool of Zuck uh, to slack it up a bit during COVID. Yeah, um, true, true. Um, Deb says uh, they've all been good episodes. Oh well, thank you, thank you, Deb. This one's the best though, right, Deb? One hundred percent. Right, thank you. Anytime you've got ditch on, it's 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 Dude. bound to be good stuff. Jamiroquai, that's right. It's Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. No, no mm -hmm. Jared. Yeah, no, Jebediah. Jebediah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I only like the episodes with Jared on. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best ones. Oh man. Okay. So, um, let me see here. I don't know what I've got uh, up next on the docket here. Um, okay. Yeah, I do. Um, let us. Um, well, you know. We're gotta love it we're gonna play ourselves a little game here um we're gonna do something that um actually if if i recall mitch said hey is there, is, i mean is there something we could do to kind of involve the people and i'm like oh yeah we've got a game for that uh -oh. and this is what it's called <laughs> this is a little something called virtual password um the password is. Did you ever watch that show, by the way? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Then I, I want too. We used to have a little game like we had a home game. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so you guys know you know the uh, the routine here. I need um, hashtag teammate if you'd like to be a participant um, of the game, and uh, we'll we'll video chat you in um, to join us here, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll figure this out. This is going to be different for me. I'm. This is like the part of the show that I've been most nervous about because. You know me, I'm like all scripted and, and wrote out and I'm like, I don't know. I, I mean, if I'm playing, I can't know all the answers, right? So we're going to have to, we're going to have to figure all that out. Um, oh, Deb says uh, she likes talking shot. Yes, me too. Um, it's, it's really fun and I thoroughly enjoy getting a chance to, you know, um, really connect with you guys. I said, I said this on the last one, but sometimes when I'm hosting, like I'm, I'm so busy like interviewing and I'm so busy with all the, the tech, um, it's cool to be able to actually focus and interact with you guys and, and hear what's on your minds um and uh see if there's anything i can do to help um so yeah uh good stuff um how's it going uh lisa all right um dave gates says hashtag teammate okay so he's wanting to play a game um need one more person and then i will send you an invite uh to us here on the show uh to uh call in oh dave <laughs> dave says they don't want to get this smoke <laughs> nobody wants to be my partner oh Oh, good grief, teammate. Hey, Gene Whedon making a second appearance. I love it. Okay. Waiting on Mr. Whedon. I will uh, go ahead and uh, let's get Dave Gates in here. Um, they don't want going, this. Dave? want this. Smoke, Mike. They don't want, they want it. it. They don't want it. Hey, turn your phone sideways, boy. Uh, have you not watched the show? Sorry, Pop. Sorry, Pops. <laughs> How's it going, Dave? You know it's going great. Yeah, it's We're going out great. here. We're out here. Enjoying the, uh, Ozarkian, the uh, Ozarkian weather. Ozarkian weather. There you go. Just, uh, just uh, enjoying life. Enjoying life. Yeah. It's, this might be the uh, the last week of some nice weather. It's going to be cooling down really, really quick. That's right. This also right. be the last, week, the week, last that week that Mitch doesn't, doesn't know the name, doesn't of, know members, the name of, members of the members of Except in the Fall. <laughs> It'll also be the last week that you almost forgot the name of your own band. I don't even know my own name <laughs> there, right now. There was so much delay in that. <laughs> My name is Mulch, as far as I know. <laughs> Mulch. 
Oh, man. Anything good going on? Oh, oh man. man. Feels um, good to be alive. Yes, indeed. Lisa Gilmore says, next week you should randomly pick password players before the show. My luck, I would pick people and they don't even watch the show. So there's that. Uh, yeah, nice delay, bro. There you go. See? You've been called out, Dave. <laughs> what? <laughs> this will be the last week you don't know the name of my band. Accepting <laughs> the fall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the I'm getting delay, the on, delay my on my headphones. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, you are. Uh, one second. Um, Get your shit together. There, it's together. You should have no. You should have no delay now. Let's see. Check one, two, check. Okay, we're in there. We're in there like swimwear. Let's go, boys. Cool. Um, hey, there's old Gino. How's it going, Gene? Good, man. Good. Good to see you. Um, good show on Friday, by the way. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You guys did well. Um, and uh, and Ben did a great job. Um, I want to I want to touch on that for a second. How was that for you? Um, being able to play with your own son in your band like that had to have been a really cool experience, huh? Playing there with Paulie, who I'm known for 35 years, uh, one of my best friends in the world, and then playing with my son there on stage. That's a, that's a good time. Pretty special night. Yes, awesome. for sure. Um, Susan informed me that he had a he had a cram pack um, into his brain, 32 songs that he didn't even know that well um, b- prior to playing. And I'll be honest with you, Gene, like he killed it. He he did a great job. I'd never heard a sour note the whole night. So I, I appreciate that. I know he would he would appreciate that if he was here. Absolutely. Okay, so um, we are here to play some uh, some virtual password, fellas. I have no idea how we're going to do this, so um, <laughs> this should be interesting. So, uh oh, there we go. Okay, Dave, I thought that delay. <laughs> yeah, my my mom's trying to call, and I'm uh, I have to be a good son here in a little bit. Make sure I call her back. So remind me. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> Actually, here I'll I'll since I'm the master of notes, I'll write a note for you. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Jared. Um, uh, you know, I try. Um, there you go. I don't know if you can see that, but it says Dave, call mom. Um, <laughs> That's right. Okay, so um, here's here's what we'll do. Um, um, I'm trying to think of which is going to be easiest for teammates. Um, I think that, um, I don't know, uh, uh, Dave, you and Mitch, you on the yeah! screen, you, you guys are close together. And then uh, Gene, you and I will be on a team and, and do some winning. Yeah, um, sorry. We're so, strong and uh, in, in, in stature over here on our side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, there's there's not like a, a musical th- uh, theme or anything. Gene, like when you were on, we did rock from the year 1970. Um, and uh, uh, Dave, when when you were on, oh oh wait, you haven't been on yet. You know why? Because you can't even remember the name of your own band. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get to you soon, my friend. We will get to you soon. So since we're, we've been talking about local music and stuff, let's let's keep it kind of on that theme, like uh, a word that has to do um, or surrounding uh, local music, whether it's uh, and keep in mind it's got to be a one word kind of thing. So whether it's a, a a band name or the first part of a band name or an instrument or a you know whatever, we'll, we'll go that route. Um, so uh, yes, it's coming stitch, Steve. <laughs> sure did thank you all right here's your word <laughs> okay uh okay got it all right um so um wait gotta time it and well, well not only that it has to be one word that's two uh, that's close enough mm, okay um i'll hyphenate that means uh, oh, yes okay so this word. is a hyphenated word sort of 
Um, and go. All right, Gene, this is for you, bud. Um, foot. Sticking. Foot. Shoehorn. Um, oh, I. Nope. <laughs> you get like 30 seconds to tell you. Oh, no, no, no. No, no not for password. Nope. So I get a word, and then you get. You, now you have to see if Dave can do this. And oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, just a single word. Yep. Uh, thump. Salt. <laughs> no, but that was so good. I like that. Uh, incorrect. Um. Okay, Gene. Um. Um. Drum. Naked Zoo. No, and I just, I just Nashville. For those of you who have watched the show, um, I totally, I totally said part of the word because <laughs> I'm an airhead. Uh, the, the word was <laughs> kick drum, <laughs> but it's throwing me because it's more than one word, and he's trying to hyphenate it into one word. See, so yeah. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, here we go. There, there, there's a new one. Uh, the whole word though. Okay, okay. Uh, right, we'll we'll do one. that one next. Um, so uh, Dave and Gene. Um, uh, if you got, I tell you, here's what we'll do. If you guys want to, um, whether you, whether you comment or whatever, I will turn it to where I don't see the comments, um, and that'll probably be the easiest thing. And so, um, yeah, that way you guys can pick a word and get uh, Mitch and I to try and guess it. I do the Jordy LaForge. <laughs> Okay, there I've lost we, my audio. we no longer we no longer can see um uh the comments and stuff. So, in fact, we don't even see you. I mean, I know you're there, but I feel you though. There's no cheating. Hey, look, it's yeah. Lamar Burton. I said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, I know reading Rainbow more than I know Star Trek. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. I can fly very high. Twice as high, bro. Get it right. Oh. See, you're already down two now. God. Sure I am. Sorry, I'm a I'm a bad teammate. Take a look. Oh, yeah, you can take a look now. We actually can't see. Yeah. That's great. Okay. <laughs> look, he knows his left from his right. Uh, kind of. There you go. <laughs> I had it right the first time. Sure did. I was smart for once. That oh, time has passed. Uh, I don't know. I think our thirty seconds is up. I don't know where Dave went. Gene, are you still there? Yeah, I've got. I'm still here, but I think I've got to actually leave the Steam Yard deal, leave the podcast in order to go over and comment on the podcast. Oh, um, okay. So there's a private chat function. I think you guys might be able to acknowledge that. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Yep. So you guys can do that. That'll work. Okay. So you need a word from me. Uh, yes, and and hopefully Dave joins us and he can check that private chat and and that's how we'll do that. This is uh, relative to Springfield music scene. Yes, correct. And there's Dave back. Okay. All right, Dave. So we established. Um, you'll see a, a a feature down below that says private chat. Gene is going to send you a a word down there, and then okay. you got to get. Uh, Gene's going to try and get me to guess it, and you're going to try and get Mitch to guess it. All right. Okay. Can you so hear me now? I'm going to send this now. So don't look, man. Yep. Okay, no looking. We got this, Mitch. We're we're opposing teams, right? Yes, yes, right. Yeah. No, we got this, Mitch. No, you don't have anything. No, I'm definitely going to be there. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, brother. Tell me how. 
this is really cool for me and part of why i'm like so scrambled i'm not used to being the one to play games um so this is this is fun for me this is i love it we'll see how good we are okay can you hear me now sipping coffee yep sipping coffee from my uh, stone chapel band uh mug yes i can hear you okay so I, I had a little blackout moment there not from drinking i promise it was just my headset was all screwed up and it cut me off so i got gotcha. the word i got the word I and I, yeah i should canceled so <laughs> they uh so i'm uh, i got the word and okay. what do you and i need to come up with something that's going to be for that word is that correct okay so that yes so that word is the password you need to give a one word clue to mitch to get him to guess that word but you cannot use any part of that word in your clue got it okay airplane how that looks i was acting like i was frozen up that airplane uh this is a local springfield sort of thing um Jet. <laughs> assume that was wrong. No, I'm assuming that was wrong too. Gene Wheaton's back. Um, uh, jet. Is that, is that your guess? That was my yeah. The airplane. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dave, is he correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I knew that was. All right. Um. So, uh, Gene, uh, we had airplane as our first clue, and Mitch guessed jet. Yeah, I was uh, mistaken. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm ready for your clue, Gene. Club. Hanger? Bang. Really? Yeah. Wow! Nice. <laughs> That has games, it's because I'm fucking good. <laughs> this shit's rigged, and that's oh, old. I that's like not... way old. <laughs> no, see, here's the deal. I've got, I've got uh, the the. Um, this is uh, a mommy dearest thing, like not the wire hangers, mommy. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it is what we're saying. <laughs> Cut it. Uh, uh, oh my god! Wow. Yeah. Woo. Man, this is like. No. Th are you sure this isn't like a like a fifty plus like over trivia game? Because I don't well, know a lot of people actually know of the hanger. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. But actually, I'll tell you what what came to mind, and I don't know why, because I've never seen live music there. But there's a place out by Mount Vernon uh, where you can eat at the restaurant and stuff, and it's there at the hanger. And so that's, oh, that's cool. all that came to mind. You know, I went to Mount Vernon once. He was pissed. Was he? <laughs> What's uh? So, guy, who, which which one of you guys came up with? With me now. Which one of you guys came up with hanger? And what? Tell me what it means as far as local music. Uh, I put that in there. That's just that's a club from going way back there. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I I pulled it out of who knows where, but uh, yeah, I didn't move to Springfield until 2003. So if it wasn't in existence in 03, I didn't know of it. So right, next clue's Cody's. Just so you know. What's that, Gene? Hanger was long gone by by 2003. That's for sure. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Mitch has got a word that he's ready to give to Dave. Um. All right. Uh, shoot. Now, um, um, uh, amplification. It's not the greatest. Maybe after. Oh, you know what's funny is now we can. Um, now I can have them up since it's our turn. Oh, okay. 
Hmm, amplification. Mm-hmm. It's not the best. You got a long shot. Three One seconds. word, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, Gene. I think they're cheating. They're taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, that's all you can come up with there, Stitch? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Doug, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> I don't have time for all this. He's trying things. to accept his fail. <laughs> Accepting the fails. <laughs> so many fails. Uh, let's just go with uh, TV. Mm. Well, I'd like to say you're on the right track, but I won't. <laughs> I will. Whose team are you on? <laughs> right, yeah. Well, you kind of you kind of let him down that road, just saying you're the one that gave the hint. Okay, Your turn, um, buddy boy. Okay. Um, all right, Gene, you ready? Yep. Stand. Hot spot. Oh, that's good. That's it. That's good. Wrong, but that was very good. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and that was mediocre. <laughs> All right, Mitch, your turn. Back. All right, so I'm just going to remind us of what the clues mm -hmm. have been, which was amplification and stand. Sure. Microphone? That's my man Son right there. <laughs> Thank you. Just, that's all you had to do the first time. Yeah. Uh, well, he said well, amplification. I'm like, oh, you just went down a rabbit hole. It's it's we're, we're in the wrong direction. Man. I was laying the groundwork. For so that. then I knew I would say stand, but I was like, now they're going to think like an amp stand. Exactly. So if I said sure, it, you would have the H would have been silent, and so you just be like, sure, what, okay, I don't know. Uh, no, no, sure. no. You're, you're talking to the guy that just hangs out with the band, just the lead singer. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> SM58 would have been the right clue. Ooh. Oh man. <laughs> uh yeah, we we had some people in the comments with uh the right answer the whole time. The From whole amplification. Time? That was of me. Course. That was my first one. Yeah. I'm going to assume <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, of course. Um okay, so um I'll let you guys go back. I'm going to hide the uh the the comments in the chat and the whole thing so you guys can whoever didn't give the word last time, you can give a word this time. That's you. Nice mohawk. Thank you. Had a mohawk for, uh, that was one of my COVID cuts. I had a mohawk. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I got the uh, big handlebars down to here. And I had a nice mohawk. It was an Easter cut, as a matter of fact. On Easter Sunday this year, I let the wife give me the old uh, mohawk. She nice. hates the mustache, though, so it was a compromise. Mm, yeah, I've got somebody that's not a fan of the mustache, but just because of that, I'm like, oh, then it's staying. Dude, I, I've actually got several people that hate the mustache, so it's staying. I am like total Royal Air Force 1942 with the mustache. I'm like, oh, I'm debonair. My wife's like, you look creepy. I'm like, but baby. You look like, like a banjo player. Yes, I wish. I wish I looked that good. <laughs> Apparently it's not, though. I'd like All right. to look awesome. Uh, let me get this comments off of here. Um, I'm not looking at the private chat. Um, as a matter of fact, that's, that's actually even hidden from us. So, um, all right. You guys got your word? Yep. Okay. Um, whenever you're ready. Um, I think it's Gene. I think that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Ready, Freddy. The 20s. Gatsby? 
Okay, Dave, you're up. Eccles. Eccles? No, he said e oh, with an H. Eccles. Eccles with yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, so that's got to be. So let's see here. Uh, oh, I know this. So um, it is uh, speakeasy. Yep. Ah. Yeah, who's stupid now? Not me entirely. Yeah. Oh, good, man. Good job, Stitch. I, oh. <laughs> Thanks, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, hmm. All right, now I've got to come up with a word here. Um, nice job on the echoes. Like, yeah, I was like, man, that's. I, I'm, I'm glad you got there because I would have never got there. Um, um, hmm. Okay. Um, he's writing down pudding pie, pudding pie. What's that? Have to do? <laughs> All right. So there's our word. Okay. Is that a conjoining word? <laughs> nope. It is a singular word, my friend. <laughs> I know how to play this game, obviously. <laughs> Wow, we're up two two zeros. Well, listen here. <laughs> okay, so um, Mitch, I will let you go to Dave first. Why do I have to go first? We're the winners. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, we're give me winners. a give me some pity here. Um, okay, uh, Gene. Yep. Charge. Cord. Ah, oh, no. Nope. nope. Um, <clears throat> swing and a miss. Ooh, ah, uh, that's a tough word to sort of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. So you said charge, right? Yep. Band. Band with a B? Mm -hmm. Band with a B. Yeah. Mm, I know. I know. <laughs> Five seconds. Just free associate. Just <laughs> Thank free you, associate. Gene. Thank you, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first one was cover. This was band. What did you say? Did you say the first one was cover, the, the second ah, one was band? You got it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does that even I, count? <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to. Yeah, you it's going to have word. to. Yeah, I said charge, and he yes. and he said cable. But, yes, we were going for cover. <laughs> cover was the word. B-N-O. B-N-O. Yeah, I'm afraid there's no coming back from this one, Gene. Man, I'm so sorry that we uh... – well, it wasn't 3-0 oh because I got one. So you better learn how to recount, boy. Two, one, two, I'm like, two, wait a minute. We one. didn't we didn't two. lose that bad. Yeah. Um All right. Um so do you guys you want to let's I tell you what, let's go one more. It's we're since, you know, we got some hanging chad if you will uh, over here with with, with with ditch. We had uh, microphone, 
We are yeah, microphone and uh, speakeasy, and then just that one right there. Kevin, that's three and oh. Three yeah. now. And oh, with I'm going to say I'm going to. I'm hanger. just going to. I'm going to say oh, yes. Hanger. You did get hanger. I will say to cover. Uh, I mean, that could be in the gray area, possibly. I mean, that's like the asterisk, you know, for like the the major league baseball players using steroids. Yeah, yeah we kinda, okay. So if you know anything about you know. the audio rules, we don't want any asterisks. <laughs> so uh, right. So um, uh, whoever picked. Uh, of your guys' team, whoever picked Hanger, the other person, give us one more to try and guess, and then and then that'll be the deciding factor. Okay, that wasn't me. Dave, me and you are winners. Don't let him bring you down. Bruce! Don't bring me down! Bruce! <laughs> Don't bring me down! Is this where we're going now? Sure. <laughs> we're going there like a snake in the grass. <laughs> All right, you guys got your word? Who's coming up with it? Me? Well, I don't know. Who Did you, you come are. up with Hanger? No. No. I... Oh, well, then Gene is. Okay. Am I doing Hanger? Or who's who's doing a good word? <laughs> That's Hanger my <laughs> Four and one. We are four and one now. Welcome to the no, shit he... show, people. <laughs> No, I'm go. sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was, Speakeasy was our last one, not Hanger. I'm sorry. Who who did Speakeasy? Me. Okay, then yes, Gene. It is your turn, I believe, to to come up oh, with a word. Oh. What's that? The animal net down at the Weed and Wanch is not very good. Deb Klein says, did he say charge? Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he said the answer and didn't even know it. <laughs> That's why I think there's, I agree, there's definitely an asterisk there now. Or just dumb luck. I mean, luck over oh. skill all day. All day. <laughs> I live my life by it. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, you got your word, Gene? All right. Let's see what this word is. Okay. Who? My turn. Ooh, yep. he says. Yeah, All right. Up. Mitch. All right, Glitch. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, Pavin. Guitar. Uh, chord. Nah. Okay. Gene? Sorry, cut. Not real bad. What was the first clue? He said Guitar. Gotcha. And what what was your response? My response was cord. Cord. Which was still wrong. Thank thanks, Dave. Yes. I no problem. I just want to let you know. No, I know, I know. We we all got it. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Gene. I'm ready for you, bud. Very combative. <laughs> single. Very combative partner here. What was it, Gene? You said single. Single. Oh God! I don't know anything about guitars. Um, humbucker. Uh oh! I lose you guys. Nope, I I can hear you. You're just as shaky as I was on my first date. Okay. You're good. Single, as in one. Oh oh! As in, damn it! Yeah, I said humbucker, so I got to stick with humbucker. You meant to say coil. Yes, ahead. I did. 
All right, okay. here we go. Here we go, Stitch for the win. Hang on, hang on. Dun 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 dun. dun. All right, lay it on me. I'm bringing it to you. You ready? Here it comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember the first words. We got country. We got what was the other one? Single country. Boy, you better look that's at my, your damn notes. Yeah, guitar. You that's guitar. mine. No, that is mine. That is my word, though. Country. Okay. Oh, pickup is what you're saying. Okay. Okay. What? All right. Gene, we're ready for a clue from you, bud. Fender. Is it Stratocaster? No, it's wrong. Oh. That's the not the. It's a Telecaster. Yeah. Uh. Hi, Susan. I see you in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, or at least I hope it's Susan. I saw a woman in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, okay. Yep. I guess I get that wrong. So, Dave, uh, your turn to Mitch. Telecaster. Mitch, are, Mitch already got it. I don't no. have to. He's, Dang it. Yeah. He's 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 the Springfield music guy. I mean, he should know this one. He, he's what the man. Do? What type of guitar is for country? It's the only one I know. Telecaster hair. Telecaster. Telecaster. See now, they was called the broadcaster. And then in 1950, it was the no-caster because they were sued. And then after 51 was the the Telecaster. The Telecaster's most recorded guitar in history. I'll shut up now. Where's my coffee? <laughs> <laughs> this day in music history, <laughs> Mitch Brashears came on the show and gave us all a lesson about guitars. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Twitch. Hey, <laughs> Slave, I appreciate it. Good working, <laughs> Good working with you. It was. G Good job. Gene, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't be your Paul Stanley to your Gene. Sorry. <laughs> you can always be my ace freely, though. Oh, man. Hey, I Really? Good fun. I'm, my signal's tearing off. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Guys, thanks for, for playing along with us. We're going to jump back on the show. We've got, we've got some big announcements, so uh, stay tuned. Thank Take you, guys. Easy, guys. Yep. Good to see you. All right. So we, um, we're going to carry right on. Um, that was a lot of fun. I want to, uh, yeah, you know, it would have been more fun if I would have won, you know, my own damn show. <laughs> Just saying. So at some point in the future, now I'm going to have to... <laughs> Make myself a guest again and uh, and play some games and and improve my record because I don't sit well with zero and o oh. zero and o oh. zero and one whatever you know sports um okay <laughs> woo let's uh let's move along here uh to a little uh a little more talking shop oh. did I hit this button again? More breaking news? We already had this. This is a repeat. Second? <gasps> Second sponsor? I don't remember putting this in here. What? What is this? Do we have a second spot? We do? Who is it?
Holy cow. I cannot believe that. Nice. Um, so, yes. Um, Amy Oberbeck uh, was on last week, and she talked to me after the show, and she was like, I really dig what you're doing here. Um, I'd, love, I'd love to sponsor the show if there's something that we can work out. So, yes, indeed, you heard it here first. Um, our second um, sponsor to the show, um, joining Springfield Music, is indeed just one more in Republic. So um, I'm very excited about um, having that sponsorship. And, um, you know, we're going to work together on some stuff. And uh, she has, as you guys heard uh, last week, a similar mindset to myself with um, trying to do our part to improve the overall um, end game, if you will, the, uh, the ultimate, uh, goal, um, is improving the Springfield music scene and doing our part to, to make that happen. So, uh, Amy, thank you so much to you and everybody down at just one more. I am very excited about this and, um, I can't believe all the stars lined up that I'm able to announce two sponsors in one show. So awesome. Thank you. And thank you guys, uh, for all the, uh, congrats and stuff. Uh, Chris Snyder says, uh, uh, congratulations and that he loves Amy Oberbeck. Yes, she's a good girl. And, you know, I, as I said on the show, like, um, we, we knew each other and we had several encounters in passing kind of. And, um, so it was really cool to get to uh, sit and have a conversation with her and, and get to know her and stuff, uh, both on the show. And then even after the show, we stayed and chatted for a while. So good stuff. Um, yes. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate that. Um, Dave says, uh, super freaking awesome. Amy is a great supporter of local music. So awesome to see another great local business supporting its local talent. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, to be honest with you, um, I feel like Amy has always done her part on that um, and, and promoting bands and stuff that she has there. I see a lot of her posts on Facebook all the time. Um, and, you know, she goes live and, and promotes what she's got going on. I mean, she knows a thing or two about a thing or two. So um, I, I'm so happy to have her um, on team audio roast, if you will. So yeah, good stuff. Um, she, I, I, here she is, uh, Jared Isaacs. I am excited to be on board. Thank you. Well, there you go. Um, I'm so glad to have you. So um, I don't know. Let's see here. I don't know what I've even got next. Viewer questions. There we go. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything like that that you want to uh, um, ask or anything, um, feel free. But in the meantime, I'm going to take that and we're going to move on. I've got a really fun uh, something new. You know, I don't like doing the same old, same old. So um, I like something new. So while I'm getting that something new ready, I've got one quick little uh, little ditty, <laughs> whatever you want to call this, to get to. And uh, yeah, be right back. You okay with me, Higgins? I have just one question. Have you thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at theaudioroastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see it, you hear it, that's what's up. Here's what we're doing today. We're doing a little accountability court if I can get my judicial caller to 
cooperate. I wore a collared shirt just for this segment, just so you know the behind the scenes. <laughs> All right, that's going to have to work. Good enough. I can't even tell my right side from my left. I feel like Mitch trying to put on headphones. What? It's weird. It's really weird. Okay, there we go. It's official. I'm official. We're good. We're good. Um, okay, so before we get going on this, um, let me jump over here back to the comments. Dave Gates says, hey, Mitch, uh, what would it take to do a local Palooza festival? I feel the climate is in our area is primed and ready with our current talent pool. Thoughts? That is a big, big question. Uh, Mitch at springfieldmusic.com is my email. Email me and uh, we can exchange some information and talk about it. But that's that's a that's a largest sort of thing. But, yeah, I like doing stuff. I love doing local things. I love doing uh you know and having local artists do all sorts of stuff i'm myself a local artist although usually the least uh talented or uh, enjoyed member of the band so anyway get a hold of me mitch at springfieldmusic.com and we'll we can we can talk some stuff out there you go you heard it here first um judge isaacs no that's judge jared uh real musicians real music judge jared that's that's the best i got i don't know I, JJ I, isaacs. yeah i couldn't i couldn't think of a good jingle uh without totally ripping off somebody <laughs> you know judge judy or somebody um so, uh, yeah, we're going to do um, what I call accountability court. This is the first time. Um, and here's the deal. Um, again, I, I've said um, several times even today that my end goal is to do my part to um, try to help make things better for everybody, make win-win situations for everybody, right? Um, and to a certain extent, you kind of – well, I feel like I kind of have to be – Kind of, you know, not stepping on eggshells, but somewhat politically correct. And, you know, I kind of have to play the game and that kind of thing. Well, you know, I took last week and I thought about things. And to a certain extent, yes, that's true. But at the same time, if you truly want to incite change, if you really want to um, motivate or, or disrupt the system, um, whether it's, you know, for whatever reason, for me, it's for good. Um, sometimes some things just need some people need to be held accountable. It's the way it is. So, um, you guys know that I'm famous for my uh, my scream cam, and today I've got a bullshit killer. That is right. Uh, that's what we're going to be doing today. Um, let's see if I can. There we go. Um, almost, almost had it. There we go. Um, so today we're going to be doing some accountability court. So, let's see what's on the docket, shall we? Um, here's the deal. I am not looking to call out anybody specifically. Period. Ever. Ever. I'm not going to state your name. I'm not going to say what band. I, I don't care. That's not what this is about. This is about um, sometimes um, there's just really no right uh, time or place to say something. Um, and then this is my best way that I know of um, to cure, like, you know, the behind your back, that kind of stuff. I'm just going to put it out there in generic terms. If the shoe fits, the shoe fits. So here's what we're doing. Mitch, have I scared you off yet? No, no, I love, I love, I love the terror. Okay, good, good, good. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Stacy says you're doing pretty good at that. Hopefully, you mean um, <laughs> trying to do my part to better the scene. Um, Deb says uh, Amy had a two-day local fest last year at her place. There you go. Yeah, that, I, I do remember that. Um, okay, so here's what's on the docket on accountability court. Um, I've got three things on the docket, and they each have three little subgroups. And I'm not going to, you know, spend a whole lot of time on this. I'm just going to cut to the chase. So, uh, accountability court, um, um, article one, uh, look professional. That simple. Um, so this means number one, no shorts, no sandals or flip flops and no pajamas on stage. 
Um, you guys know, and my hell, my dad was on here earlier and even said, you know, that I wanted to be a wrestler when I was younger. Um, the thing that stands out to me um, in general, you know, you go, you go with, and it, it, I'm just going to say whether you go to see Kiss, whether you go to see um, Judas Priest, or I mean, whoever, they're not wearing shorts, they're not wearing pajamas, they they don't even look like they belong in the crowd. They they look like they put forth some effort. Effort, um, even on a local level, that matters. If you're expecting people to come and see you and then come and see you again, you have to do something to entertain them. You have to do something to stand out. If you want a crowd, you have to stand out from the crowd. Um, this is my, and all this is just going to be my take, but these are things that um, some people in the local scene understand and recognize, and some people don't. And yes, I even mean some of my own bandmates sometimes. Uh, I'm. Uh, it is what it is. Again, this is accountability court, and everybody needs to be accountable. The Matt, sec can I say something about that? Absolutely. It is, you wouldn't go to a play and expect everyone to be just dressed uh, willy-nilly. You have a costume on. I play a country band. I don't listen to country. I got a cowboy hat on and cowboy boots on. I do play in a tropical rock band as well from time to time. And I do wear shorts and I do wear Hawaiian shirts and I do wear sandals because and that's, that's appropriate. what's expected. Exactly. When you're going out to play, absolutely. You want to look professional. You want to be a professional. You dress your costume. It is a performance just like it would be if you went to a, a play or a musical. Exactly. Yeah, Boom. You're right. Spot on. Spot on. Um, okay, this is another thing. This is a big stickler for me, and I know some of you guys are going to be like, oh, but, I, but I, or um, whatever. Um, if the shoe fits. Um, accountability court number, uh, I'm sorry, um, part of looking professional number article two. No music stands, no iPads on stage when you're playing. Uh, to me, that is a, 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 a telltale sign that you are not prepared enough to be at the point to be on stage and asking people to come and pay money to see you. If it's a hot take, it's a hot take. But um, I, that, that's the first thing whenever I walk into a bar, if I see a music stand, I'm like, immediately I my expectation of the band has just dropped down to here. Like, I expect them to like be staring at that and not be like looking at the audience and entertaining them. Um, it is what it is. That's that's my take. It's a hot take. So be it. Um, you have anything on that, Mitch? Are yeah. you are you are you cool with it? Or are you not? You know, the, the goal is always to be off book. Because once you're off book, once you're not using a stand or a iPad, then you can stop thinking about what you're playing. You can start thinking about how you're playing, and that's always my goal. That being said, I was with a band for a year that I used a music stand because they had a hundred songs, and that I just could not memorize everything. After that year, I got it down, so I can certainly see that. But the goal for any musician should be. Let's get off book. Because once you're off book, then you can really focus, like you say, on the music. You can focus on the right. people. You can do it. I totally agree with that. Right. I wouldn't discount it off the top unless everybody's got a music stand. And then you're like, well, nobody's learning their music. But okay. if one person has it or another person has it or what it may be, yeah, you, That's you, fair. you might need to have that. Well, and here's the thing too, right? Like if if um, if um we're talking about like some of the stuff that you guys have done at Springfield Music, if you have like a, a recital or something for the – sure, they are beginners that like – there's a certain point where I'm like, yes, of course, it's okay. I'm talking about like adults charging five or ten bucks at the door. Like, uh-uh. Um, now, I say that to say, notice I specifically said music stands and iPads. If you've got, I will be totally full disclosure on this. I have a computer that I use, and I use a monitor down there. So I'm not flipping through pages. I'm not, you know, changing, going through the iPad. It is just right there, and it's easy, and I just do like a quick reference. Okay, what's the first word of the second verse? Got it. Next. Go. Like 
that is so less distracting for everybody. And actually, I have it encased in a box of wood that looks exactly like a, a stage yeah. monitor, a wedge. So it's not. It's so inconspicuous. It doesn't. It doesn't distract from anybody in the band and from the audience. Um, in fact, most people don't even know it's there. Don't even know it exists. Whereas a music stand, that's first of all um, a blatant uh, signal that hey, I don't know my stuff very well. But secondly, it's blocking us from seeing you. That's that's the biggest thing that I have with it. Is it's like it just looks like a bunch of junk up on stage, <laughs> to be honest. And yeah, I know I'm a production guy, so I, you know I'm kind of harsh on that. I get it. Um, the um, I had a second point to that, and I don't remember what it was. Anyway, I, I used an iPad on stage last Friday. I won't, I won't lie. <laughs> I'm like it kind of hurts me because I know all the songs and I kind of know what kids in and all that. And I sort of. <laughs> I did use that, so I want to defend all of us using it for the short term. Okay, but I'm trying to get off book. I was 75 percent off book, but I, there you go. I just don't know it all. Well, and here, all. here's here's a thing too that I've learned as a musician over the years. Like you don't, whether it's original or whether it's cover, you don't really know a song until I know not just my parts, but I kind of know what you're going to be doing next. Yeah. And you're not going to get any of that if you're just so focused on yeah. what you're doing right here. You're not. You're not. You're. I mean, you're literally tunnel vision. And as a as an outsider watching you. It's just not entertaining. Well, it's the same thing with the play. You wouldn't go to a play where everybody had a script in their hand. You've got to get off book. You've got yeah. to memorize it. And once you memorize it, then you can start interacting with your other, uh, the other actors, right? Or your other, other somebody will ad lib something, absolutely. or yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yep, good point. Um, Dave says it's hard to expect your audience to take you serious if you don't create a serious act. Yeah. Um, he also says music stands and iPads honestly look like karaoke. Exactly. Um, I think it's one thing that, uh, as a reference tool, but too many singers I watch, uh, watching a screen looks unprepared. Yeah, that's exactly spot on with what I'm saying. Um, uh, and, uh, part three of looking professional, um, on the docket is, um, exactly what I just said at the tail end of that. Um, no, unnecessary junk. So, um, no stools. Um, don't, don't be lazy looking like that. It, I mean, unless you just had hip surgery or something like, okay, um, but uh, and no cases. Get your cases off the stage. Off you know, stage. it's called striking yep. the stage. Like, make it look like you give a damn. Yep. Um, that kind of stuff. Just no junk. Like we just yep. watched um, uh, a week or two ago. Uh, no, three, two weeks ago. Whatever. However many weeks ago. Whatever. Um, the hairband episode. If you guys remember, there was a um, uh, clip that we showed in covering covers. And remember that was um, the the guys that were doing Fastway, and they had some kind of like banner thing up on a on a pole, and it was like. I don't even have anything in this room that big. It was like huge. And it was right in front of the lead singer covering up. And I'm like, why? Why? I mean, and literally it was a Halloween show. So why dress up in a costume and stuff? If you're going to put a banner in front of you, you can't even see you. So clean your, clean your, uh, uh, unnecessary junk off the stage before you start. Um, it's cool if you're setting up and you've got all these cases and stuff, just take a second to set them off the side of the stage. That's it. Um, all right. Um, on to, uh, oh, wait. That's an order. Um, <laughs> had to make it official. Where's okay. the bailiff? Can I be the bailiff? Yes, you could be the bailiff. Yes, oh, we I'm got a bailiff. new sheriff in town. No, no, just bailiff. I'm oh. not qualified for oh. sheriff work. <laughs> no, no. Okay, not Bar with all those felonies. Okay, I Barney Fife. <laughs> I wish. I wish I was that good. What, Andy? Uh, what, did you ever notice that he calls him Angie instead of Andy? Who wouldn't call him Angie, though? I mean, that's fair. He's um, got that wavy hair. Yeah. Maybe that's who... Um, Rolling Stones were writing a song about back in the day it was Andy be. Griffith. Yeah. Who knew? They should have written one about the spaghetti episode. You guys remember the spaghetti episode? I digress. <laughs> Forget I say anything. All right. Order in the court. Um, okay. So um, on to the second part of the docket. Docket number two. Article one says, I'm sorry, reverse. 
somewhere. Hurry up. I'll do that again because nobody out there heard. <laughs> Article number two, overplaying. Um, in section one of overplaying, it says, overplaying helps you, not the bars or venues. It's selfish. Um, this is a big one, and I have a very strong stance on this and have had for quite some time. Um, here's the deal, right? So everybody wants, especially right now, everybody wants to play as much as they can and get out and, and gig as much because the world is weird and things are different and times are hard and all this stuff, right? Guess what? The same rules still apply. If you want, um, obviously we have limited capacities right now, right? With all, all the pandemic stuff. And sometimes it's hard to even get the capacity limit that's, that's cut down to come out and see a show. You have to take accountability and responsibility at a certain point if you've done two or three shows during this pandemic and you can't even meet the limited capacity. Something is not right, and it is not the bars. Sorry. Um, no, I'm not sorry. Um, it's it's you being selfish. It is you thinking you can pick a paycheck up from this bar and then pick a paycheck up from that bar, and you're good because you've got a guarantee, or you're good because, uh, well, hey, uh, 100 bucks is better than no bucks, right? Well, you're not thinking about the big picture. You're not thinking about the bars and the venues um, that have to staff, that have to pay a lighting guy or a sound guy or a, this, that, and the other. And they're not even hardly breaking even if they're not even bringing in the limited capacity that they're able to. And they're doing you a favor by having you there. It costs them less money to not have anybody than to have somebody, and it costs them money to have to pay out you know, staff and whatnot. So I, I just say that to say try not to be selfish with booking yourself. Um I know everybody wants a turn. You know, it's it's exact, It's like karaoke. Everybody wants a turn. Everybody wants to put a song in and get up and sing. I get that. But you have to do it responsibly, and you have to do it with a big picture in mind that it has got to be a win-win situation for yourself and your band and the bar and, and, and or venue or whatever you want to call it and their business because that's ultimately what it is. It's a business. Um, you have to make them a good business decision to hire you and have you on. Right or wrong? Uh, yeah, saturation is what you're talking about. Yeah. You're saturating your band too much, big time, and and you'll burn out your fan base. Man. You're absolutely right. It's not like I say. It's not just bad for the, you and the uh, bad for the band because you burn out your fan base. You have a group of people that like you. They're not going to come out every week to see you once a month. Yes, once every couple of months. Yes, that's why you've got to get out and get around. But yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, absolutely. You can't saturate your can't yeah. saturate the market. You're hurting yourself, yep. and you're hurting the people who are trying to help you. By by housing you and and having your band your band on their stage. Ah, sounds like my family. <laughs> um, okay, there's that. Um, article two um, is uh, I'm not very judgy. Sorry. <laughs> um, section two and article two is um, people with multiple projects. Okay, I'm I'm guilty of this. I'm in multiple different bands, but I'm responsible about it. I don't play in this band this weekend and my other band next weekend and da 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 because I know that limited as it may be, I, Jared, have somewhat of a following of my own. So to get those people to come out this weekend and to get those people to come out next weekend is going to be hard if I'm playing every weekend in six different bands. Um, again, you got to spread that out. You've got to spread. You got to. You got to make people want you, and you've got to make it to where. First of all, your fans aren't getting burnout, but you're not getting burnout too. I mean, that's a legit argument too. That 
even what pandemic or not, like you can overplay and oversaturate yourself um, and drain yourself to where it's not even fun anymore. And if it's not fun for you, then you're trying to entertain people and it's coming across as not entertaining. So, well, when you start having fun, that's, that's when you know you're a professional. I mean, that's really where it comes down to it. <laughs> Only if you're making good money though. Right. right. I mean, <laughs> money at least. I, I think that's very, uh, I think that's very uh, specific. Like as a lead singer, as a front, somebody in front, absolutely bass player. Nobody cares. I'm, I'm kind of stuck in four right now. So I, I, I am myself full, but I'm responsible. I've got, calendars and like i've i everything's taken care of and nobody's getting left out but nobody's going oh man i saw that bass player last week at this club because it's right based nobody cares but absolutely if we're trying to get your following and get you going with what you want to you can absolutely oversaturate yourself by playing with too many projects but the world needs drummers and the world needs bass players well and, and that's the, the thing too guitar players yes. sorry guys yeah no and you're right but and and you know to your point though mitch like i ran into you a couple weeks ago and you were down in branson right. and then you played last night in springfield right. that is so different that's not the same market to me well, you might have bands. people right yeah. and that's what i'm saying so even though you're multiple projects i'm not necessarily putting you in this maybe it fits at some point and that's fine but like you're not booking this band and that band in this town you're, you're like all over the place and that's what i'm saying just right. shake it up i mean you know it's it's you gotta you gotta um change things up <laughs> somewhere around here um i must have missed a comment from my dad i don't know where um, anyway, uh, Jesse says Daryl Isaac's hot. Maybe he's just late to the party. Um, Deb says Amy Oberbeck, yes, but I didn't get to come in and I don't remember why. Oh, didn't get to come. Gotcha. I don't know. Um, I'm assuming that she's referring to the uh, the festival thing at uh, just one more last year. Um, it's so I'm I'm trying to get better too about like there's a delay and my conversation goes on, so I have to remember what I said. Um, okay, so. Um, and, uh, article three of section two, it says, uh, make more money with more people, meaning that yes, even though you think, okay, well I can play this weekend here and I could play next weekend here. So if this is a hundred bucks and that's a hundred bucks, that's 200 bucks, right? Sure. But what, what relationships are you building? Meaning what are you doing for those, the places so that you're playing at the bars or the venues, whatever you want to call those. Um, and my point to that is if you only played this one. And then play this one in six weeks, um, your, your turnout would be better. You would make more from the door. The bar would make more money from alcohol sales and and whatever, however, whatever agreement you have. And that's building a better relationship as opposed to essentially taking from bars that you know are putting out cost and staff and and uh, a sound guy, et cetera, et cetera, to pay out your band to have six people there. Um, part of that is. Um, choosing your shows wisely um you know it's 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 marketing you have to have a target you have to have a goal um and you have to know how to, to get to that goal um it's not just like throw and see it what sticks nothing's gonna stick because there's no plan with that like you have to say okay i'm gonna go here i'm gonna play this this month um and and then i'm gonna go over here next month and see if there's any growth if there's any growth that means i've done something right somewhere and you figure that out but you can't just go here and there and say well there's this bar doesn't have a crowd or this bar doesn't have a built-in crowd or Guess what? At a certain point, it's not the bar anymore. It's you. It's something, whether it's um, you're not practiced enough, whether it's um, you're wearing shorts, whether uh, you've got green hair, I don't know, um, something on your end. So again, this is accountability court. Sometimes you just have to look inside at yourself. And um, I say that at the same time, you also have to look at the big picture and who all you're doing business with. It is not just you and your audience. It is you, the audience, the bar, uh, all that comes into play. So 
Um, I'm seeing some uh, comments come in, so let me jump over to these. Um, Deb says, people are going to remember how you looked if you're drunk on stage, if you start fights with the crowd, or maybe just being an asshole. The customer is always right. Not oh, not everyone uh, is drunk when they come to see you, and you never know who in the who in the crowd is watching you. Yeah, that's very true. Um, the, I mean, those are great points. Like you represent um, not just your band, but your brand. Um, you know, and you're responsible for your brand. Like total total transparency. Whenever uh, Mitch and I had a conversation about him joining. Um, Team Tarp, if you will, the Audio's podcast, and 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 having a partnership and sponsorship, he he said, um, you know, Jared, I've always respected you, and you know, like what you do, and and everything you're involved with and stuff. Meaning, I haven't shit on my own name. Like, I he feels comfortable enough to me to to want to do something with me, um, and whether that means, um, you know, what we're doing, or um, if you're looking for somebody with a band and you're having a hard time finding members, maybe there's a reason why. Um, Amy says, I don't recall, uh, Deb, um, but I know. I wish more people took uh, a 10 minute drive to see bands that are both local and nationally touring. You have always supported us. Thank you for that. Yeah. Deb Klein is a fantastic um, uh, supporter of local music. Uh, not only like on social media, on Facebook and stuff with sharing, but going to shows and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah. Um, Chris Snyder with a great point. We play a different city every week. Um, I, I, I love it. Uh, so much better than every other weekend at Archie's. No offense. Yeah, and and uh, I understand what you're saying. You're not saying that about Archie's. You're saying it's not the same thing over and over and over. Um, that's my whole. That's that's the whole point. Um, is is diversity. Um, you got you got to diversify your 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 band. Um, so yeah, it's it's just about um, spreading yourself out. Um, and not exactly what what Mitch said. Not oversaturating yourself. Um. There you go. Uh, oversaturation becomes white noise. Uh, it is smart to to stagger uh, areas. Yeah. Um, you got it, Jared. Okay, cool. So I won't beat a dead horse. It seems like everybody's on board with that. Um, okay. I like how I've got springs on my mic stand so you hear. Anyway. Um, and finally, on to article number three here in Accountability Court. Um, I'm going to hit these really quick. In fact, I'm going to hit them one, two, three. And this is my opinion. You might agree. You might disagree. This is weird for me to be like putting myself out there and say, this is how I stand. But guess what? This is how I stand. No local band needs a manager. No local band needs a promoter. No local band needs a booking agent. You do it yourself. You build relationships. You do it yourself. You create a name for yourself. Um, you you show people why, and why they should do business with you, um, who they should be doing business with. That kind of thing. It's just you don't need that many cooks in a kitchen. Um, it's it's exactly what uh, Amy and I talked about last week. As a matter of fact, it's it's about building relationships. It's about her being able to invest in you and your band and that kind of stuff. It's like nobody wants to deal with a, a third part. Like, hey, I've got a band over here and they want to play over here. Like, it's too convoluted. It doesn't have to be that difficult. Quit making it as as difficult as it needs to be. Like, I get like that we all want to be rock stars and we all want to look cool and we want to play all the parts. But at the end of the day, we're we're local music. Like. We don't need we don't need a a, a a band manager or you know somebody to deal with our business. You just deal with your business. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm totally isolated in that in that thought, and I'm okay with that. So that is that, um, Mitch. Unless there's anything you have to add. Um, well, it's, it's, how do you if you don't want to oversaturate, then where do you go? You have to have 
if you want to play in Tulsa, you've got to have somebody that goes out and find a place in Tulsa. I don't know anybody in Tulsa, so I'd have a band manager to go find. Or really? A, I, yeah, I don't know anybody in Tulsa. I'd, mostly because it's Oklahoma. Because <laughs> no, let's but, say Arkansas. Banjo. Well, Arkansas. well yeah. that's really banjo country. But, well, let's just say Kansas City. Like, if I want to play Kansas City, I don't know anybody in Kansas City, so I would have to have somebody that knows that market to go do it. Similarly, if you don't want to play every other weekend at Archie's, where else do I go in town? Well, I have a manager that that goes and so we spread it out so maybe i play south springfield and north springfield and out in republic and then back over there and then up into kansas city but man i can't i i, I can't go book all those places i got a job i got a wife and kids and i got bad like i got stuff to do on there so i i can sort of see having i can have see having like a manager or an agent or somebody that knows that and for the purpose that you. you don't have those connections right yeah i don't have the okay so here's how you here's how you do that and here's how i have done this and death may die like i will here's where i will use a specific death may die and you brought up kansas city we we hadn't played in Kansas City. We we didn't know same exact thing. Like I I couldn't tell you what like half the name of the bar, what the name of half the bars are, let alone who owns it or who to contact. But guess what? I do know. I I do know the, the guitar player from from this band, and I can contact him. Hey, where do you play? Let's do a show swap. We'd love to, whatever it costs, you know, for you guys to come down and play at the Outrun Ballroom. We'll cover. And then in return. Do the same for us to get us up in Kansas City. While you're in that. Kansas City, yeah. then you meet the bar manager. That, so that's what I'm saying is building relationships. Yeah. Um, now, okay, I, I I give you like yeah. If if you're like, well, I want to play in in Jacksonville, Florida, and I know nobody there. Okay, well, I get that. Um, at that point, yes. If you're if you're wanting to travel that far, or you know, even Oklahoma is what you said. Um, if you want to travel that far, I get it. I don't want to go to Oklahoma. Sorry, uh, nah. that's a bad example. Fair. Um, but my point is, if you're in this circle, if you're in in you know northwest arkansas joplin springfield um you know clinton all all this area you should be able to do that yourself just my opinion i can see that to a certain extent i will say you're right you know i, I play with the uh, uh, ricky lamb and the fanatics and we do all that stuff down the coast coast like that whole tropical rock scene if you guys didn't know there was a trop rock genre and a whole scene of that there absolutely is that's that's absolutely 100 percent how you do it you go down you get in with somebody you go to a couple of things and then you get in and then you go play and then that leads over to somebody else and somebody else that whole trap rock scene is completely on knowing somebody who knows somebody it has absolutely zero to do with having somebody being a manager and booking it with you so that's that's alive and well in that genre uh, yeah that's really cool yeah that's that's cool to hear um uh here we go uh <laughs> steve stewart says we all need a yoko well, that might yoko. be true. You can be my Yoko. <laughs> um, okay, so um, what else have we got? Oh, um, Brian Betancourt says, spot on, the relationship is key in sales. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's no different from what I said earlier about Mitch knowing, you know, most of his customers' names and faces and, and that kind of thing. Like, um, it's because he's built relationships with them over the years, you know? Same thing. Same thing with booking your band. Um, Amy says creating a relationship that's viable and long-term. There you go. All right. Um, those guys are awesome. Okay. So that is uh, accountability court. Now I will tell you that I took it a step further too. Um, just, you know, here's the thing I'm, I'm doing this kind of tongue in cheek. That's why I have the whole thing. Like it's, it's supposed to be kind of funny, but it, there is some serious content there and there are things that really people need to be accountable for that, uh, they're just taken for granted or taking advantage of. And it's got to stop because if not, then we're spinning our tires and nothing's going to improve. So stop overplaying. Look professional at the very least. If you take nothing away from the last 10, 20 minutes, look professional and uh, whatever the other thing was I said. Stop overplaying. <laughs> stop overplaying. Yeah. 
Okay. I agree with you. You look um, great in that, by the way, too. I mean, I, I feel look, great. You look, I, I feel, I mean, you look good. I got I don't the lie. power. Don't do that again. But okay. yeah, yes, you sir. Look great. You look great. <laughs> okay. Now, um, for, for added tongue and cheekness, um, I, I created a, a little something so everybody can really get their uh, panties in a wad. Um, <laughs> I created 10 commandments of local music. Oh, Lord. <laughs> can I get an amen? <laughs> All right. So. Number one, be on time. Now, whether that means for load in, um, you know, that's that's kind of everybody's initial uh, thing. But here's the other part of what that means. If you um, have a Facebook event or if you have whatever advertising, you say, my band starts at nine o'clock, nine o'clock comes or 855 comes around and, you know, there's six people there and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait till 915 and see if there's more people here. Uh, no, unacceptable. Start on time. Uh, the reason nobody comes until 9.15 is because the last three shows, you did the same thing. Um, so um, if you say you're going to start at a certain time, start at a certain time. Set a precedent. People will change and adapt to you. Um, again, these are all my opinions. Look professional. We already hit that one. It's very important. It's very important. No negativity. Okay, this is one that we haven't talked about. Um, no ne negativity, um, in my opinion. I like how I'm always like jacked up way high. Um, in my opinion, means a couple of things like um, your sound guy isn't paying attention to you and you need more guitar in your mix. Don't get on your microphone and say, hey, jackass, I need more. No, you're fucking done. Like nobody wants to do business with you anymore. And not only that, the people in the crowd, that is awkward as hell for them to sit there and watch you throw a hissy fit. Um, the other thing is it's not a political platform. You're there to entertain people and have a good time. Like, I don't want to know who you think we should vote for. Or I don't want to know nothing. No, no, no negativity, no divisiveness. Like, just, I don't know. I don't know what to say on that. Um, it's just not the place for negativity. It's supposed to be a good time. You're supposed to have people want to come out and have a good time. Everybody's like, hey, how's everybody doing out there tonight? Uh, they're not going to say, we're having fun if you're out there being negative. So don't be negative. Um, oops, wrong one. Um, number four. Uh, no music stands or iPads. Okay, we already covered that. Uh, no fans or uh, blowers on stage. Uh, now, this is we're not talking about groupies. I think this is called fluffers. I think that's the <laughs> technical term. True. Um, now, this um, I'll be honest with you. This comes um, first and foremost from me as a production guy. Um, I, 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 I need. I feel the need to um, kind of back up and explain um, the production side of this and why it drives me nuts. Is I'm a light guy. So to, to have all these lights and put all this work into having lights, or if you go to a venue and they already have lights, um, in order for you to see like the cool beams and get all the cool pictures of yourself and stuff, you have to have some, some atmosphere, some fog or some haze, that kind of thing. Um, if, you're, if your drummer has a fan and it's blowing all that crap off the stage, all the work that I put into the show is for nothing. You, you can't see any of it. Um, so there's that. And the second part, and to me, honestly, the more important part is you don't need a fan if you're just standing there. Suck it up, Buttercup. Put on a show. <laughs> you know, I mean, now we can get into the nitty gritty. If you're, if it's a hundred degrees and you're playing outside, and it, fine. If you're standing in shuffle in in December and you've got a fan on yourself, or even in June, you don't need it. How's my hair gonna blow though? Like, if I can't get my hair blowing back, I'm not sure. I gotta have like. Then you've got the wrong fluffer. I gotta, I gotta Steve buy it, man. <laughs> I mean, I can't just like be out there without my hair going. <laughs> What are you talking about? You wear a cowboy hat anyway. Shut up just with that band. 
Oh, you don't have your Hawaiian shirt flapping Dude, like the Trotbach band. We all take fans. I, we just played a few weeks but ago. But you play outside, playing outside, 100 degrees, yes, sunshine on you. Yeah, it was, it was totally critical. different. Yeah, and I, I have been guilty of this. I have been I guilty terrible. of this. I have brought fans to shows. Yep. I will not anymore. Um, and I move on stage. <laughs> but I get you in, inside. We've got smoke machine. Like you got haze machines and things. Yep, you got a. You have a like presentation. I, yeah. Like, yeah. I I mean, full disclosure, like every, what is it? Like every three shows, I, I go through like $60 worth of that stuff <laughs> and like no time. So <laughs> don't waste my damn money. <laughs> um, otherwise, I'm going to have to charge more. Anyway. Okay. So um, back to uh, back to the list. Um, number uh, six, no drink holders on the mic stands. It looks amateur. <laughs> Sit it on the floor. You don't need it. It's just hokey. I don't know. My opinion. Um, <laughs> number seven. Don't tell jokes between songs unless they're good. Um, here's the deal. You're a musician. You're not a, you're not a comedian. I understand that, you know, somebody breaks a string on stage or something. You feel you got to buy time. Here's an idea. Like, play something. Like, I don't want to hear a bad joke. That's just awkward. Just, like, this is awkward. Um, moving on to, uh, well, that went fast um okay so uh to go back um use venue appropriate picks for promos now this is uh another one of jared's personal kind of things and even bands that i work with and you guys know what bands i've worked with have been guilty of um hey come see us next uh next saturday night at uh, shuffle and you go on their facebook page and their event and it's a picture of them at the riff or it's a picture of them at just one more that confuses people <laughs> You think it doesn't matter. You think, oh, yeah, but that picture is really cool. Okay, we'll get a really cool picture at you at Shuffle or at just one more. You know, like keep some symmetry there. Again, going back to what I said, there's there's a lot more. And, I, you know, immediately off the top of my head, I know I said, you know, maybe practice more. But there's so much more that goes into this business. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you're um, falsely advertising and not knowing it. Um, you know, maybe people look at the picture and think, oh, uh, I see, I see um, uh, Wicked Shimmy and I see Shuffle. Um, but they're using a picture at, uh, or they're going to be playing at uh, uh, just one more. You know, like just keep it, keep keep it uh, symmetrical, keep it congruent. Is that the right word? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Get some good picks taken, so you can use it for anything. That's the key right there. Get some good general picks of your band taken that you don't have to there you have go. venue specific. Yeah, yeah, and that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and on that point, um, back to the. Uh, Back to the list. Um, give photo credit to the photographer. Everybody wants the cool picture of themselves so they can use it on their uh, social medias and their profile pictures and all that. It doesn't take but two seconds to tag the the photographer and or uh, the, if they have a company, that kind of thing, and and give them credit because it's no different from what we talked about at the beginning of the the Facebook stuff. Um, it it doesn't take but two seconds to give somebody the credit that they deserve. Um, no different from you know if you have <clears throat> a promoter or a, a booking agent or whatever. Um, and, um, they're just like, you should, you should have this band or whatever. Um, but you're, well, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but give people credit is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's that simple. And finally, uh, pick up after yourself. Oh God. Yes. Um, you know, again, this is a, me being a production guy stuff, but nothing like being the first guy there and the last one to leave. And as I'm packing up at two in the morning or whatever, um, having to, you know, shuffle through all your old set list or shuffle through um, your, your your empty shot glasses or your empty water bottles or, you know. And then not only that, the people that are there that actually work at the place don't get paid enough to pick up your shit. Nope. Nope. So be an adult. Pick up your stuff. You wouldn't leave your, your front room like that at your house. 
don't leave it, um, you know, whatever place you're playing at like that. Again, it's about building relationships. That's the kind of stuff that looks bad on you and your band. If, if you are the person in your band that always picks up and your drummer is horrible about it, call them out on it. I can't call everybody out. You've got to hold accountability. Say, hey, man, I don't like, you know, hey, we're trying to come back here next month. Like, don't, you know, don't leave that stuff laying. Like, it takes two seconds. That's, uh, that's that. That's my uh, official Ten Commandments of Local Music. Um, if you don't like it, send me an email to the audio roast podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, that's that. Like the regular ones, I'll probably break a few of those commandments. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to ask for forgiveness I mean, in advance. That's what I was going to say. I mean, they're, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're rules, so they're made to be broken. But honestly, they should be uh, kind of taken seriously. So um, let's uh, move on and see what uh, what is next. Um, I think we're going to probably be wrapping up here pretty quick. So um, let's, uh, let's see what we got next. Oh, well, there you go. Final thoughts. So, um, today, um, wow, it was a... What is this? I feel like we've done this before. <laughs> this is deja vu. Um, breaking news. Okay, well, um, I'll take the bait. Let's, um, let's hit the button and see what's up. A third <gasps> sponsor. Oh, my God. Okay, well, um, I don't know. I mean, this is this is news to me. Let's uh, let's check it out and see what's up. Rock coffee. Our coffee rocks. Holy cow! We've got three freaking sponsors, you guys. Um, you can't tell me that we're doing something that's not right, that we're not making waves. We're making waves. We're making progress. Um, it's thanks to you guys. And again, it's going back exactly to what I said. Um, building relationships, right? Um, I, that's what I've been trying to do behind the scenes of the show. Like, I know it looks like, you know, fun and games on the show, but there's actually business behind this, um, that I'm trying to get more than just musicians on board with the concept of improving things and making things more available to people and supporting people, that kind of thing. So that is correct. Uh, classic rock coffee and, and, uh, the audio roast podcast, um, are in business together. So, um, it is very awesome. Um, I want to jump to the uh, comments here. Um, uh, Steve Stewart says, you would make a great manager, Jared. Thank you very much. And I have been um, at a salon. So um, I, I, it's a role that I enjoy. Um, oh, man. Mark LeBrock. I, going through wet mic cords. Absolutely. The the bane of my existence. Can't, can't stand it. Um, Brian Stokes, the bands that I've uh, been in have always complimented... Um, um, yeah, complimented about cleaning up after ourselves. Uh, it's just uh, the nice thing to do for the bar staff. Absolutely. Uh, again, it doesn't take but just a few seconds, and you wouldn't do it at your own house. Uh, Woohoo! More breaking news. Uh, taking in the sponsorships tonight, says Christopher. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Deb Klein says, Coffee! 
Um, okay, so uh, yeah. Um, how appropriate for somebody with music and coffee to go into business with somebody with music and coffee, right? Like, this is something I've been working on for a long time behind the scenes, and I've held close uh, to the vest and um, and tried not to, uh, I don't know, let the cat out of the bag um, because there, it's, it, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into something like that. So um, that being said, um, sometimes things need to change, and this is one of those times. Um, so I'm going to jump back over here and, um, I'm going to tell you that we're going to have to do a little bit of, uh, I don't want to call it rebranding, but, um, you know, a little new logo, something maybe let's see what this is. Here we go. That's it. Um, that is our uh, going to be our new logo or our new uh, artwork, whatever you want to call that. Um, so yeah, um, I'm so honored and so happy to have all of three of the sponsors that we've talked about tonight um, on board with what we're doing. Um, I think nothing but great things to come from the future. So um, the time is nine. Just when you thought you had all the answers, I changed the questions. Okay, so um, I, like I said, I am so freaking excited. You have no idea to have all these people on board. But I have a major announcement. And uh, this is also something I've been working hard for uh, for quite some time. Um, for those of you who have been on the show, um, you'll know why. Um, but for those of you that have not yet and will be... Um, get excited. And for those of you that watch every week um, and then just enjoy the show, you should get excited as well. Um, because here's the deal. We talked about uh, what's going on with Facebook. Are we going to have to jump over YouTube? All this stuff, yada, yada, yada. I'm just going to spit it out. Make my little announcement here. Um, we're moving. That's what's happening. We are moving. Um, so where are we moving to? Uh, we're not moving off of YouTube. We're not moving off of Facebook. Um, I saw it right up here in the comments. Somebody guessed right. Live from the Classic Rock Coffee studio, we are indeed uh, moving over to uh, Classic Rock Coffee. I will have a podcast studio over there and set up, and uh, it's going to be freaking awesome. I cannot tell you how excited I am for this. I've been bursting at the seams uh, the last week or so since I kind of teased that there's a, an announcement. Everybody's like, hey, what is it? What is it? And I'm like, well, little do you know, I've got way more than one. Uh, but I'm very excited also to be able to move. I am in a 10 by 10 little uh, spare bedroom currently. Um, and uh, I've tried to make the best with, uh, you know, just a little bit of, of room. And again, if you've been on the show, you've seen it and it's it's cool, but it's tight. So um, I'm I'm glad to be able to get somewhere where we can kind of stretch out. Like, see, if you look over here, like Mitch is just all, you know, cornered in. Like, nobody puts baby in a corner, but yet I have. Um, so needless to say, next week, um, 
hopefully everything goes well. We will be moved over there. There will be um, more fun stuff uh, to come. And I don't know what else to say other than I'm freaking excited. I am so happy. Um, let's see here. Uh, so <laughs> Brian says, spill the beans. Um, th there you go. Uh, audio podcast grinders. Yes, indeed. Um, nice, honey. I'm so happy for you. Thank you very much. Uh, congrats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> are you having Axel Rose on the show? I am not, but I will have um, Jason West and Timothy Broadbent. Um, and uh, slash. You said slash. Not slash. Sorry. Yeah, no, definitely. No, it would be Axel. Of the two, it'd be Axel. <laughs> if you know anything about me, it would be Axel. Yeah, Axel, nice. <laughs> um, okay, so, yes, uh, we are going to have a disco party uh, to kind of to open things up. You guys, it's not even, it doesn't even just stop there. There's going to be so much great stuff happening in the future uh, with everybody that's on board uh, Team Audio Roast. So um, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff. Um, uh, this is great, and I hope you guys are as excited as I am. Um, Al says, damn, I knew nothing. Just psychic. Yeah, um, maybe all the Poltergeist movies you've been watching. Um, Lisa's comments are not working. She is super happy for you. Thank you so much. Um, I, I'm so glad to hear you guys are excited as well. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, um, I think this is actually our final thoughts this time. We're going to go ahead and wrap the show up. Um, I want to say um, a, a, a huge, huge thank you um, to uh, all three of our sponsors. Um let me get it up on here. Um, Springfield Music, of course. Um, Mitch um, Brashears, thank you so much for being here on the show. Well, thank you for having it, me. It means a lot to me. Uh, thank you to Amy Oberbeck and just one more. Uh, thanks to everybody over at Classic Rock Coffee. This has been um, a long time in the making, and this has honestly been really hard for me um, to keep under my hat because whenever I'm, I'm a good secret keeper, but when I'm excited about something, it's like, I just can't, man. I just got to let it out. Um, so feel so good about being able to finally say something. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, and I wanted to, to recap this too. I'm not in the game of calling people out. Um, but you can't expect change if there's no accountability or, uh, you can't expect improvement either. So that's why I did the, you know, the fun little, um, um, accountability court. Serious stuff though. At least think about it. Um, that's going to do it for this show. Um, I, I just want to say thanks again for everybody um, joining us here. And uh, Mitch, it's been so cool to have you on. Uh, you. I'm, I'm glad you stayed for the whole show. You know, you, like um, you're, you're like, D do I need to go? I'm like, no, stay and have fun, man. So I'm usually kicked out before last call, so I just didn't know if that was <laughs> going to be the case here again. Or oh not. no, I wasn't sure. no sir, no sir. So all right, well guys, um, spread the word. Um, nothing but good stuff happening over here. So uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, remember that times are hard for everybody, so may your uh, coffee and your love of music be strong, but your love of music be even stronger. Uh, you're, you're, I said that wrong. Your sense of humor, may that be even stronger. There we go. Um, we will see you next week, guys. Thank you so much.